Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Stay cool this summer with ice-cold favorites like Froster, Polar Pop Cup, iced coffee, and more. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. Good morning. Welcome to the Nimnik Family Dealerships Outdoors Show. <laughs> uh, good morning, Scotty. Good morning there, Chris. This, You know, this studio looks remarkably different than it did last week. Whoa. I just got, yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> we're um, a little, uh, you're going to be stuck with me this we're, morning. We're undermanned. We are. <laughs> That's Sorry, okay. it's all right. We're gonna we're gonna make it through it. Okay, so where first of all, where is Kevin this morning? Kevin this morning is fishing the Ancient City Kingfish Tournament. Okay, he's doing Ancient City, which he fished the juniors yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is, of course, general tournament is today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Weigh-ins from three to five today, and two to four tomorrow at Comanche Cove. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't how, know. How did, do you know how he did yesterday in the junior? He, the, <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a story. <laughs> there's a story behind this one. Uh, I talked to him a couple times yesterday, just okay. checking in, mm-hmm. and uh, I get one. I get the phone call of, "Damn it, there's boats hooking up all around me, and I can't get a bite." I said, <laughs> I said "All right." Wow, that sounds like Scotty. <laughs> yeah, just stick it out. <laughs> just stick it out, bro. You'll be all right. And. Uh, he finally he 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 did catch one. He did get one on the beach yesterday, and uh, it wasn't a big fish, but it was a fish. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the biggest thing is with juniors, Chris, is the it's there's more pressure on you in fishing a junior tournament than there is the general tournament because it's adults. You're looking for one bite. Right. 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 Well, now you got. I mean, thank goodness he just had one junior, but. All you're wanting to do is let him walk across the stage with a fish. With a fish. It doesn't matter. As yeah. long as that thing measures 24 inches to the fork of the tail, yeah. he's walking the scales. Yeah, That's all in the years I've done it, and, and he'll tell you the same thing. That's the stress. Yeah. Is, you know, you, 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 you know you're trying to catch a big fish just because. Yeah. So you stay on the beach. Right. Um. And then your mind starts playing games going, well, I was out at the party grounds all week long. I know there's plenty of 8 to 15-pound fish out there. Is he going to, you know, win? No. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can make him walk the stage. So then by 11 or 12 o'clock, you're starting to kind of go, you know, go to a different plan. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I did not fish. I have not fished since Tuesday. Um, we're going to talk about my, uh, I had an incredible day on Tuesday, but anyhow, barring that, um, it was rough yesterday. It had, it, it was like three foot of four or five seconds. I mean, I listened, I listened to the radio in the yard, Mm -hmm. um, the VHF in the yard and I could hear, you know, 
let's not not. We'll call it complaining. We're not going to call it any right. any other chatter. thing. Where we'll chatter. call it chatter. We'll call it chatter. You know, of, man, it wasn't what it's supposed to be. I thought it was supposed to be out of the West at five to ten. Well, it wasn't. There was a lot of residual, I guess, left over from the storms. Right, right, right. Last yeah. night, as well as our little tropical storm, Elsa. Elsa. My granddaughter loves it because that's her favorite movie is <laughs> right, Elsa. Right, right. So she just all that's all she chattered about and us just kinda <laughs> had to bring her back in reality going, you know, Pop Pop's not working right now because of your yeah, little of because of your little Elsa. Yeah. So Scotty, whatever. maybe you need to let it go. Yeah, I just had there's to let a, it go. There, yeah, there's a little frozen joke in yeah, there. Yeah, there's a frozen joke in there. But yes, I had to <laughs> let it go. <laughs> but anyhow. So uh but yeah, there I, I don't I it ha I don't know what the final fish was yesterday that uh that one yeah. i don't know i have no idea yeah. um did not keep up with that um oh started. now do you know now okay so that that takes care of kevin we know kevin's yep. now fishing ancient city yep. uh jeff do we know where jeff is yeah you know what i saw some cool drone pictures of them okay. he's in captiva florida oh that's right he's got a captiva with uh, he's I, down south. it's yeah i i i I, I hope I'm not wrong, but I think it's his wedding anniversary oh. week or something going on in Matera, and it's a family thing. Yeah, and um, his son is, of course, you know it. Has got big into the kayak paddleboard, uh-huh. all yep, that kind yep, of yep. stuff. Yep. And well, ever since Jeff won the yeah the won the kayak, kayak yeah, the for second place yeah because he could have won first place he could have won but first he, place but yeah, yeah. anyhow he screwed that <laughs> up <laughs> so with that being said uh Dalton must have brought his um what do you call the things the uh drones the drones oh yeah yeah dude they had some really cool pictures of them fishing the mangroves and stuff and That's I guess cool. Dalton had the drone up and stuff like that Taking pictures of them. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, so that I was hope, pretty stinking cool. I hope Leon wasn't flying it because I'd no, hate to no, see no, it no, fall no, right no, in the no, water. No. At least that one we could get to. The one that we can't get to is in about 45 <laughs> feet of water. But I think the one we can get to in Captiva is in yeah. four foot. I think Leon's, that one will still survive. Has, Leon's has now become an artificial reef. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there is. There is. On my GPS, on my boat, it's legitimately named the drone hole. And actually, I fished it on Tuesday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that was uh, quite interesting. That's good. But, uh, yeah. That's good. So the crew's all spread out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and uh, Kirk not feeling the greatest. So uh, yes. thoughts, thoughts and prayers for him. Uh, please, you know, send a couple up. Uh, so please we watch yeah, out I for mean, our, just, our good yeah. friend, Captain Kirk. Yeah. He tried, but he couldn't get in here this morning. Hey, so it's all good. We got it. It's we all got good. this. It's okay. Yeah, that's right. We got a special guest coming in around eight o'clock. Yeah, who's coming in? Um, Brian Dufek. Oh, nice. R, and we'll use the term R because he is for Kevin, myself, and Kirk. Um, he is our Shimano rep. Oh, I see. He takes care of all of our love it. Our rod and reel, um, wants needs. So I'm actually uh, interested in talking to Brian and stuff like that because mm-hmm. we, it's been a crazy, where are we at now, a year and a half going on to? Oh, my gosh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, just just throwing this out there for uh, for Kevin and I, for Captain's Choice Tackle. Right, right. I've had swivels on order now for over two and a half months and can't get them. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Don't know when it's going to come in. Yeah, the supply chain thing is still really, um, really messed up. Engine, and it's showing up in weird ways. So, yes. Yeah, it's like, you know, you, yes. you've got you, some things that are now coming in and starting to work, and then and then other things that are components to to bigger products aren't available, so then everything else is back. Yeah, it's just I placed my order mess. last August for my for my new engine. Uh-huh. I love my Sea Fox a lot. Yeah. They're not making those bay boats as we have you should have everybody should have heard already. So yep. unfortunately Which is weird. Which is weird. So Kevin and I or at least myself, it's gel coat. It can be fixed and worked on. Um I love my boat. I have not found another boat out there yet and I have ran a lot of them and I haven't found the boat that I that I really that does my needs like mine mm-hmm. does currently. Anyhow, I put an order in last August for a brand new 300 and they're telling me maybe February of next year. Oh my. So word. here we go. So what happens? Now my engine right now, my boat's 3 years old. My engine right now has 2800 hours on. Yeah, I was just going to ask how many hours you have. Okay. They're telling me, you know, I mean, they're good, you know, run them, run them, run them, but um so like I, I roughly put 800, 800, 900 hours on them a year. Um I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I mean, you, well, you're going to have to you're going to have to adjust your maintenance schedule, I would think, now because you know you're going to be running it longer. Yeah. So, so well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Maintenance is maintenance. Is, I mean, I'm babying it. I don't go far. I mean, I do. I I never take anything away from my charters. I mean, I do what I have to do. Sure. But sure. I don't run the engine hard anymore. Yeah, you don't beat your motor. You know, sure. I mean, it take might take me an extra five or ten minutes to get there, but I'm getting there. I'm right. not. You know, over you know, overpowering it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at different options, meaning um, it's actually cheaper not to buy. Well, not I'm not worried about the cheapness part of it. It's actually quicker to buy a new top for the motor. Okay, a new head, if right, you right. call it. Okay, hey, yeah, yeah. Than it is for me waiting on a new motor. I can get that in like two or three weeks. I'll be down for like two or three weeks. I got gotcha. you. Compared to God only knows when, you know, the hardest thing and, and you can do it. I mean, I could switch to a different manufacturer, but then the problem is everything's got to be switched over. Yeah. So you're talking a heck of a lot more money to swap everything over, different controls, different everything's, right. you know, to get out of Yamaha's. And I, I honestly, I love my Yamaha. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I mean, I'm, it's quiet. It has never complained about your motor at all. No. And, 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 and I, I don't want to use the term. I beat it up because that's not what I do, but it works every day. You know what I'm saying? Sure, it, sure, sure. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a, um, it's our, it's our tool. It's it's what we go to work in. It's just a matter of yep. somebody being a truck driver, somebody cutting lawns for that is your business. I mean, my business is that. And I'll tell you a real quick story. Um, thank you to Interstate Batteries. Uh, Tuesday morning. Nothing is worse than getting the boat ramp at six o'clock. Right. And touch the key. Oh no. And you get And it was like really no. So I said, okay. Fine, Mr. Number One Battery. I'll just go to all of you, both of you. I figure it's going to crank. What? I went, what? Well, what the problem? Well, anyhow, I had both both batteries 
after a year and a half, it finally just... Wow. And so it all came together all in the came same together morning. Same, because you, myself, um, I got... I got a lot of stuff running every single day on those two batteries. You know, I got both my live wells running. Right. I have right. a stereo running, not like booming, but I mean, it's everybody playing that it, you disco know? music. Yeah, that you I like. do. I actually play the eighties. <laughs> I play. What do I play? Ninety six nine is what I play, and um, I play oldies. And uh, I mean, I got a bottom machine running. Um, you know, uh, VHF is on, especially in the summertime. Because even if I'm fishing in shore, I kind of like to hear what those guys are doing. There we go. That's it. <laughs> but, I mean, I got a lot of stuff going all day long. And it's my fault for being in the river because you got to understand, offshore at least you're trolling all day. Well, the engine's running. The alternator's charging the, the batteries. Mm. Well, when I'm in the river and I'm fishing, a, you know, just jumping spot to spot, a five-minute, eight-minute move, it's not charging anything up. And I got all this gear running. Wow. And so anyhow, thank you to Interstate Batteries. Made a phone call to my good friend Gavin and said, hello. And he said, what you need? I said, I need two batteries. So thank you. I appreciate it very much. I got two new batteries put in it Tuesday afternoon, Chris. I actually came home real quick, uh, put it on the charger in 15, 20 minutes. I know my neighbors didn't like it because at 640 in the morning, they heard a 300 go off. And I yelled, "Yes, I got spark!" <laughs> Yoo-hoo! You know, but the and and, and I and here's a, well, here's another. I mean, it didn't cost me a whole bunch of money, but it did. The first thing you do, Chris, when you get down there, you you, you have a regiment like we always talk about. I don't like people helping me. I do everything, you know, myself. Thank you. You for, got your order. I got and my you got order your exactly. Protocol. Protocol. So the first thing I always do, um, you back the boat in. I back the boat in the ramp. Okay, I jump up, get in the boat. I walk down the side. The first thing I do is put up my antenna, jump down, crank her off, pull her off the ramp, put her on the dock, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, that morning she didn't crank. I had forgot that I would put my antenna up. Oh. So the wife's leaving for work at 620, and she stops me on the side of the road. She goes, uh, I think you're missing this. <laughs> I snapped my antenna off. It was like, oh, no! damn it. I'm going offshore. So real quick. Thank goodness. I got a shorter one that I keep for the wintertime. And I screwed that one in real quick. Took that one off. Screw that one in. So at least I could talk on the VHF in the morning. And uh, so anyhow, that was my mm. my morning. That's loads of fun. Yeah. So That's Tuesday was Tuesday started out bad when we come back from the break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, want to know that we we got to do uh, weather and tides. We're gonna do weather and tides. Yeah, and uh, we're and- gonna talk about Tuesday because it was the day before Frozen, Elsa. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> right. The day before Frozen. That's good. And then uh, and and Captain Leon's hanging on the line. Too, okay, so. we'll get so, with him too. Yeah. So once we come back from break, we'll get him in and uh, and yep, we'll and roll we'll do from a weather there. and tides. And we'll go from there. Excellent. So All I guess right. we'll see everybody after right. the break. Welcome back to the Buick GMC Nimnik Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Scott Shank. Chris Wayne. Hey. Hey, listen. It to you. Yeah, I want to remind you uh, about uh, Stackham Storage and, yes. and the great job that they do. 
Might uh, need them in the next two days. Oh my word! The snapper season. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know, you think about it, and you have you know you have that trailer just hanging out. You know, kind of being an eyesore sometimes. Yes. Well, I tell you what, Stackham Storage take care of it, and you know they'll come pick it up. They'll take care of it, and uh, they'll have it for you whenever you need it. Uh, the number for them nine zero four nine six two. 9605 for Stack M Storage. Thankful for them to be a sponsor on the show. We do. Hey, we can bring Leon in because, I mean, uh-huh. he's probably going to want to listen to the weather forecast. Hey, Captain Leon. Hey, buddy. buddy. What's going on? <laughs> hey, real quick. I mean, most people probably don't care right now because they're already out in it. But today it's going to be west winds, Leon, 10 to 15 knots. Becoming southwest, it. 10 knots in the afternoon. Two to three foot seas, seven seconds. Uh, but there's also afternoon thunderstorms, which we all know it's July Sunday, Southwest winds. Look at this one, five to 10 becoming Southeast in the afternoon, which is afternoon sea breeze, two to three, eight seconds. And then when I go back to work on Monday, we're going to have Southeast at 10 seas, two to three. Can't wait. Looks like a good week until about the middle of the week. Yeah, and I I understand. I mean, I hope that hope that uh, kingfish bite remains the same. I'm gonna take a peek this morning out there, uh, just on the beach, and see if I can find some pods and some tarpon. So we'll see how that goes today. Yeah, no it's kidding. Just, well, just a hit and run trip. Yeah, well, I mean, I get it. I mean, that's you know, and I'll tell you, we're gonna do this because it's more important, I guess, sorta, for them people down there in St. Augustine for the kingfish tournament today. Uh, you had a low tide at 3:50 this morning. You got a high tide at 9:48 uh, this morning. Um, we're looking at tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow you're gonna have a high tide at 10:34 a.m. Low tide at 4:19 p.m. Well, what you guys don't know is what's going on also with this kingfish tournament. Leon is they have it what they call a backwater challenge, which is the two heaviest redfish per day. Right. And a combined right. weight. So those guys got a pretty ain't nothing wrong with that. I'll take a high I'll take a high out going Todd. You know? Be all good. Nothing wrong with yeah, that. I got a I got a few spots down here that will produce some good reds on high out going. Yep. Nope. Nope. I totally agree. Oh, I'm I'm into it. And I and honestly, right now, um with we're getting we're getting not a well, at least in St. Augustine, we haven't got a huge amount of rain. Now, you guys up in Jacksonville and all that yesterday and and the day before, you guys got, I mean, you guys got smacked. Um, so I would understand the runoff is going to be a lot greater. The water is going to be a little bit dirtier. Um, but I, I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to fish that. I would like to fish that higher water. I would feel a, low, a little bit better, you know, with it coming in. You know, a little bit cleaner water coming in from the ocean. Yeah, I get it. Totally get it. I'm down here at the ramp now, and I'm going to take a look and see what that water quality looks like here in the next 10 minutes. Looks like all the snapper boats found uh, Palm Valley outdoors. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen this many big trailers in my life down here. Yeah, yeah. you never seen triple axle trailers at Palm Valley outdoors. I've never outdoors. seen that before down here. And I mean, it, it's like Legos down here. They're all right up against each other, so... Hey, I, I, I got it. pictures, Leon, at Volano at 5.15 this morning, and they were backed up on the US-1. Can you imagine what Mayport looks like? Because they no. closed 
Uh, yeah. Closed down that spare parking lot. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. The uh, the county did, right? Construction yeah, or something? Just, just brilliant. Yeah. Really smart to do that in the middle of summertime. Hey, let me throw this out because uh, I know that there I know that there are people sitting and waiting right now. So if, if you're <laughs> you listening, think? if you're listening to the show uh, while you're waiting to get in, love to get a report from from where whatever ramp you're sitting at. So six four one ten ten six four one ten ten. Call us and let us know what kind of mayhem you're experiencing. The mayhem you is going to start about four o'clock this afternoon. That's when I'm going to partake. <laughs> uh, Kev, I mean. Scotty, you remember that, uh, I don't know what year it was, 1920s, 1930s, when the Hindenburg went down? Yes. And that guy's on the radio, oh, my God, for the love of humanity. I can't oh, the I humanity. Can't that is exactly what's going on at every boat ramp right now. <laughs> okay. I, right. I don't want to look anymore. All right. So uh, our good friend, Cameron Smith, he called me last night, and he called me about 930, and I was, you know, what I usually am sleeping in the chair and uh did i wake you mate i said no no i'm fine i'm up partying i'm good you know sure you I could, yeah <laughs> i couldn't tell him i was sleeping um anyhow uh he just wants some info and stuff like that for his neighbor and stuff like that for kingfishing today um and he told me that you guys uh that you went offshore yesterday which surprised the heck out of me well, I know either, you and offshore don't get along much anymore. Uh, we never have got along, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, even on the, on even on that day, it was a very doable even for me. So that was nice, and I have to say, uh, it, it's a fun thing when you can pull up to a, when you're the first of all when you're the biggest and fastest boat out there. Yes, you get there at least forty minutes before everyone else. Yes, and we literally, I got, uh, I don't know, I don't. Not too much experience setting an anchor in 80 feet of water, but uh, you know, on the first drop, I lined us up exactly over the wreck with the current, and I started chumming, and the guys were like breaking out their drinks and breaking out some sandwiches, talking about, oh yeah, we're gonna do well today, and I'm chumming, and all of a sudden I go, guys, get your lines in the water right now, and all I could see were red bodies coming up to the surface, cool. and literally, we were feeding these 10 and 15 pound snappers on the surface. I mean, yep. It was so fun. We broke out the fly rod to start catching snapper because yep. they were all just feeding right there behind the boat. Uh, that is. It's, and when you can, I mean, that's the funner way of doing it. I mean, you're only allowed one anyhow. You might as right. well make it fun. You know, you might, as, yep. you, might, you might as well try to catch them on the lightest stuff you can catch them on, you know. And, I mean, you're eventually going to catch one for dinner, of course. But, I mean, you know, you might as well try to try to do it. Yep you know, a, hum- a humane way, we'll say, and not sit there and fire down 12 ounces of lead and a 100-pound test leader, you know, catch them on an artificial we plug or something. Yeah, we totally pick and choose our fish. Yep. I mean, nope, strip it away from that one. Don't get yep. that one right there. Yep. That's what we did yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then we were headed in at 8 o'clock. So, one and done. You know, six people on the boat, but it was fun. I hope they're all having a safe, fun time out there again today. Um, oh, he I, no, he was no, he's leaving. Yeah, he's he's flying out. He's oh, flying yeah, he's out gone. today. He's gone. Brit, the British Open. The British yeah. Open. Yeah, he said that's what he said. He said, "Oh, well, I'll call you next week, mate." I said, "No problem. Yep. Give me a shout, mate." Yeah, <laughs> I love him to death. Um, last Saturday, I got 
the chance to uh, go fishing again with them too. And uh, uh, a good friend of mine, Jeff Stam, invited him to come along. And uh, it was it's it's Chris has been too many years since I've been out of that kind of ballpark game. So he wanted to go mango fishing and and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it was not pretty. And that boat rides out. You know, every, you know, everybody says, well, how dry was it? It is not dry. No, it is dry, but it's still not dry when you're doing 45, 50 miles an hour in a four-foot oh, sea. You're going to get yeah. blowback, you know, from the wave and everything else. But overall, it's a great riding boat. And I'm talking about a 39 front runner with quad 400s. And it is a dry boat. But, I mean, it's just like being in a car holding your head out the window if I'm doing 45. Well, yeah, if it's raining, you're going to get wet if you stick your head out. I mean, that's a boat. I mean, you know, <laughs> but overall performance of those boats are incredible. Anyhow, uh, you'd look good in a 26. Scotty. I would look good in 26. I know I'm talking to Mark about it right now. <laughs> um, uh, but, man, we struck out. We had an incredible day and caught a bunch of mangoes and muttons and, and beeliners and triggers and all that. And he said, well, mate, I got to be in, I got to be on the lift at four o'clock. And so me and Jeff looked at him. We're 49.8 miles away from our inlet. Oh, dear. And it's 2.30. <laughs> oh, dear. You better send it. We sent it. I ran I ran it coming home, and I sent it coming home. I had to see behind me. <laughs> and I, I was running home at 51. Woo! And, uh, man, we pulled into Comanche Cove. I don't know. It was... 320 or something it took me like a little uh, little little bit over an hour to go 49 miles man you were cooking i mean we were coming home and uh the that, and Daddy, the way that boat moves it took longer for for cameron to idle out yes can't you go to the end than it took him to get three quarters of the way to the valley right and 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 i mean i kingfished that boat and the boat is incredible i mean as far as slow trolling goes and stuff i mean we caught plenty of kingfish and stuff in that boat when I fished it a couple of weeks ago in the old school. Um, but it, Chris, it does, that boat is made to do one thing. Fly. Fly. It is not made to, it. you know, I know we joked about it because I talked to you guys the following Saturday about that trip and yep. how, you know, I was seasick from looking at the compass all day and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, gosh, just the room and, I mean, anyhow. It's, I could go on and on, but it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, well, you can't because we got to do a break. Okay. <laughs> we got to do a break. I yeah. guess I got to go to break, Leon. Yeah, we got to hey. go to break. Hey, quick reminder, by the way. Quick reminder, by the way. Uh, weather uh, weather report that uh, Scotty yeah. did. Yeah, brought to you by the Bearded, Bearded Pig. Pig. Yes. Uh, Maybe I'll get there one day. Every The well, one time I tried, they were closed oh my on a gosh, Monday. Gosh, it's so good, Scotty. It was, it's man, so, I was so, so good. And, you know, and they always talk about specific dishes and the brisket and, right. and stuff like that. I'm telling you, I haven't had anything there yet that was bad. That's bad. It, yeah, it's phenomenal. Absolutely. Both locations. I fantastic. I might have to treat yeah. the wife one day. And, uh, you know, and Tides, of course. Oh, my gosh. Angie Subs. Angie Subs. Yeah. Had, that, so, hey, that was my bailout spot that time when it wasn't. <laughs> Oh. When a bearded pig wasn't open on Monday, then that's where you go. I bailed out and went to Angie's, Absolutely. and it was like, no, "Damn, you, there's nothing wrong with this." I you, at least, you know. Yeah, you can't beat you Angie's. Can't beat with a stick. Angie's up. No, no, it's fantastic. The Peruvian. Oh God, that's what I had. Yeah, and an order of French fries. Yeah, we we and uh, sweet tea. Yeah, we 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 love it here. As a matter of fact, let's just let's just do an Angie's commercial. 
Okay. Hey, high flying fans. Eddie the Moocher here from Angie Subs. <laughs> you ever driven by Angie Subs and wonder why there's so many cars in the parking lot? Yeah? Yeah? Well, let me tell you why. It's because our oven baked subs are so dang delicious. Our Peruvian sub, you've heard of it. We sell over 200 of those jokers every day. Pro tip order it on onion roll and ask for it crunchy. And our fries, <laughs> Jeff Blogman says, are the best. And he's had fries in 47 states. That's not it's true. true. He keeps a journal. That's Angie not true. Angie Subs, near the intersection of Beach Boulevard and Pimmon, lunch and dinner, where all the cars are. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so there you go. Angie Subs Angie with subs. the Tides Report. <laughs> Very good. So, so listen, uh, uh, when we come back, uh, we got Gary on the line for, okay. the, for the question of the week. That'll be for you, I would imagine, unless it's a question about you know guitar manufacturing, which I doubt, okay. since this is the – you know, Nimnik Nimb- uh, Buick GMC, GMC outdoor, outdoor show. show. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, uh, folks will be right back. <laughs> Oh, the guys love oh, this man. song. Chris Isaac, Wicked Game. Yep. <laughs> Claude Nolan Cadillac, folks. Uh, you hear Kevin talking about him all the time. It's like Kevin practically lives there. Yes. If he needs a, if he needs a vehicle, boom, that's where he's going. And, and I don't I don't blame him. Uh, I was just checking out their website, uh, ClaudeNolanCadillac.com. They've got a great, great deal, 2.9% APR on certified pre-owned Cadillacs. That's fantastic wow. for those pre-owned stuff. Um, if you want a 2022, you can order now and you won't overpay at all, which is fantastic. And if you just want to get rid of the ride that you got, you know, you can go to Claude Nolan and actually just sell them your vehicle too. And they'll give you a great, great price for that. That's it. Oh, and one, one other thing too. If you want a job, Scotty, if, if you're tired of the charter captain thing. Yes. Yeah. Hey, they're hiring too. All kinds of opportunities. Three days for during you. snapper season. There you go. You're, you're in. <laughs> Sign him up at Claude Nolan Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gary's been holding. Let's go talk to Gary. Morning, Gary. Good morning, Captain Scott. And happy anniversary to the Logamans. Hope they have a terrific one. I think that's oh. what's going on. I believe that's what's going well, on. Well, that's what we'll say today. That's, yeah. That'll be our story, and we're going to stick to it. And we're sticking to it. <laughs> Good enough. Hey, uh, so, so Scott, a couple questions for you. If you could fish with, say, two, any two or three people in the world, oh, who gosh. would it be? And the other one is, if money were no object, spend a week fishing, where would you choose and why? Wow. I know where I'd go. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Um, I'd do Alaska. Yes, 100%. Yeah, I, I, that is my... That truly is my dream trip. I gotta get over the fear of flying. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't you, do you, heights. Well, well, no. I you can do the cruise. You could thing. drive it. You could drive it. You could cruise it. Yeah. I, I talked to the wife, and it, it'd be a ten day cruise. Nice. And you know, I'd get to fish for two days. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I'm not. I'm not good with a fly rod. I'm Neither kinda, am I. I'm kind of uncoordinated with that, <laughs> so I wouldn't do that. Um, gosh, just to you know, do that, do the offshore stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm just that kind of saltwatery person. I'm not. Right. I'm not gonna call it freshwater, but I guess it is. But I, I don't really want to go salmon fishing per se. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to go look at them. That's what I want to do. You know, and I know, see and see I, the run and yeah. and how they do their jumping and shimmying and all that stuff. You know, going yeah. up a creek. I am no. I am no angler. So. So wherever I go on a fishing trip, I know the end result is going to be me catching nothing. So I'm just going to go for 
the best scenery that I can think of, and Alaska is just so, so beautiful. And and to, uh, to answer your other part of the question, Gary, uh, I had the – if it wasn't for Leon Dana, and I, the guys made fun of me last week, but he truly is one of my bigger idols um, in the fishing industry, and it's not – and it's – and not being starstruck because he's not a movie, you know, movie guy and all this. But it was Captain Bouncer Smith. You, um, you, you were totally starstruck. I was. No, I told you that on the dock. I mean, <laughs> I literally just, I, I was, I was literally clinging to his every word because of, you know, the stories that he told of um, catching a, a record swordfish on a fly, you know, out of my, I mean, just. Just somebody that's been in the in the industry for fifty four years that's done it, and pretty much, we'll call it has seen and done everything. Um, somebody like that to just hear stories. Um, gosh, probably another one too would be Jose Wahebi. I would just lo- you know his, um, his way of of growing up and you know as 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 a Cuban descent and and working his way up to. The stardom. Um, uh, I mean, I I really have had the pleasures of fishing with a lot of good people. Um, uh, Captain Blair Wiggins, um, Sir Nick Faldo, Cameron Smith. Um, I've fished uh, a lot of the Jacksonville Jaguar players. Gus Bradley I've fished with. Um, That'd be fun. Um, you know, um, I've, I, I, I've, I've done enough of them, you know, um, uh, it's, but I, I, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stuttering because of, I really have to say, I want, I don't want to fish with a movie star. I want to fish with somebody in the industry that has seen it from way back, the flip pallets of the world, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that, that have seen and could tell me what life was. 40 years ago, does that make any sense to compare right. to what it is now and what are what would the changes he would make? Gosh, what what a world of difference that is. You know? I appreciate it. See ya. See ya. And there he goes. But that's kind of the biggest thing, Chris, that I'm about anymore. The older I get, you mm-hmm. know, it's not it's not so much as 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 the young child was in me of can we keep him? Is he big enough? Like, you know, right, that I right. hear at a normal basis, you know, with kids. It's now more like what Leon was saying. I would have had more fun not even catching one of the damn things and just chum them up to the – and just watching watching how they react. I yeah. mean, I've truly, I've truly gotten over fishing, mm-hmm. we'll call it, yeah. okay? No, I get I it. have more pleasure in watching and and – we don't have any. We're going to go into what happened on Tuesday, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Tuesday was the day before before Frozen came into town, That's which right. was Elsa. Mm-hmm. Um, the ocean was a little confused. Um, there was, I don't know, out of St. Augustine, there was 10 of us charter boats out that day, and we're all going to, we couldn't go anywhere. It was it was a little snotty off the beach. We, could, we had to beach fish. So myself and, and, and Captain Al Cumbie were the first ones out, and it was at seven thirty ish, and it was really overcast, of course, because of Elsa coming into town. 
So it was really difficult finding bait. We struggled. Um, finally, uh, Captain Rob Bennett says, we were all looking what we saw the day before, which all the bait was in like 9 or 10 foot. You could have walked on it north or south. To this day, it was out in 25 feet of water. Captain Rob Bennett found a school, got on the radio and let everybody know where he was. So, of course, I pick up and start running towards him. Well, I get about a mile away in 21 foot. Wham, here's a school of pogies. Yes, thank goodness. Throw the net one time. I had a father and a daughter, uh, Adam and his daughter. Um, gosh, it was, uh, I can't remember her name now. Golly, she's nine years old. Never <laughs> been <laughs> offshore before. Oh, wow. So, anyhow, bait gets caught. I run out to the captain's house. Uh, which everybody knows in St. Augustine. It looks, it's a big circular looking home on the beach called the captain's house. So I set out in 36 feet of water. So I get my two rigger baits out, my long and my short. I'm going to put my, what we call prop wash bait, which is a bait that's 20 feet behind the engine. And all of a sudden this kingfish just rips through it and grabs it out of my hands. Oh dear. I miss them. Uh. I went, dang. So I reel up the bait real quick, throw another bait on. Now I'm in 41 feet. I spin around, I spin around, I get straight again, and all three lines take off at one time. And I got what? two anglers. I got a triple on. Before anybody else gets baits in the water, I got a triple on. Wow. So I call all the guys, and I said, look, I'm tripled up right here if you guys come to me. So anyhow, we kept one fish for dinner. I kept Michaela. Michaela was her name. Okay. I kept Michaela's fish. She was... Dude, I mean, oh. she sat next to me the whole way out at, next to me, and, and we talked, and, and I explained to her what's going to happen and, and all that kind of stuff. And you are not ready for your first bite to be a triple on kingfish. So you haven't gone through your spiel or had the availability of just getting the first bite to just sure. – Kind yeah. of wean yourself into the day to, to coach. No, this yeah. is not coaching. This is straight out right. yelling and screaming, <laughs> right. Dad over her. No, Michaela under Dad. And I got this other rod just dumping. <clears throat> you know, it's like, well, we'll get to it. When we get. Anyhow, we catch all three of them. Wow! So I release two. Good keep job, one. Scott Shake. So, Look at you go. So anyhow, <laughs> Adam, her dad goes. You got to give me five minutes. I said, Hell no! I said, We're back into it. <laughs> So, listen, I'm in a dead boat. Dead Trial boat. by fire for Michaela. Dead, yeah. So, dead boat. I start just feeding the bait out, just getting ready. I haven't even put the boat back in gear yet. And eats me out of my hands. Brrr, takes off. Wow. Here you go. I said, which one? Michaela goes, I'll take it. And she's, I mean. Nice. Go get her. Yeah, a little nine-year-old doesn't weigh 70 pounds, 60 pounds wet. She's cute <laughs> as a button. And, uh. Anyhow, the rod, the, unfortunately, our kingfish rods, which we're, we're working on a thing now to make new rods. But anyhow, the rod is so long. She, of course, a little person, she's got it stuck between her legs because she can't right, that's hold right. it out. She needs leverage. So she needs leverage. So, you know, she's whining like crazy. And, and anyhow, we get that fish in and release that one. And I do the same damn thing again. I catch four fish never moving the boat. Wow. Okay. So now it was eight thirty seven when I put in the, when I first when I first put the first line of water I looked on the GPS. Mm -hmm. At ten o'clock, well, at nine forty five, Adam, her dad, 
goes, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> We're tired. You're I've killing caught, us, I've Scott. Caught, I've caught 13 fish <laughs> in a little over an hour. Wow. And he taps out. I'm tied off to the dock at 10 o'clock. Oh. I'm done. Oh, I'm that's home. beautiful. I'm home going to get biscuits and gravy at 10.15. Score. It was just a just a phenomenal day. Can't uh, say enough about Mikhail. She was, I mean, she's badass. a champ, and she did not tap no. out. Nope, Daddy did. She was worn out though. Daddy said, "I couldn't do another one." He said, "I can't do this anymore." And they were no big fish, fifteen to twenty five yeah, pounds. Yeah, still but so much. It was fun. It was a day, and 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 I know we got to take a break. Just real quick, he comes up. He comes up to me at the end of the charter. She's down the dock, and. He comes up to me with, and yeah, I'm going to get crying. He comes up to me crying. He goes, dude, that was the first time I've ever taken her on a boat and in a charter. I don't know what to say. Wow. Shook my hand and walked away. And it was like, that's, that's what makes my job fun. Oh yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We caught fish, but my point is no, the putting experience. a youngster in that, in yeah. that, in that scene, and I told her, this don't happen every day. Yeah. I've done this all my life. We spend 12 hours out here looking for one bite. Yeah. Not much less catching 12 fish in an hour. You know? <laughs> oh, Anyhow. Well, what a great what It a was great a great day. Right? It was a phenomenal day. Anyhow, folks, we'll be right back on the Buick GMC Nimnik Outdoor Show. All right, welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Yeah, that's produ- right. It's producer Chris. Yeah, that's that's right. But I, I funky. Yeah, and before we get, yeah, I knew you like this dance music, Scott. <laughs> but listen, before we get back into it, I want to remind you about uh, Coastal Equipment Kubota. Yes. Kubota, big orange. Yeah, yeah, the big things. Bad to get all the work done that you need. Uh, you know, big fans. All of us here on the Outdoor Show. And by the way, if you go to their website, Coastal Equipment system.com yep they got a cool little thing down here it says enter the fish with a pro sweepstakes yep from Kubota. you can actually go fishing with rob van or rob van dam that's a wrestler yeah. Ke- kevin van dam of course is that guy yeah the that le- last guy the, the, legend. the legendary guy mm. uh, i got logman on the line hey logs would you like would you like to go fishing with kevin van dam uh yeah man that guy's like a legend a I little bit he is there. Oh, yeah, I mean, you talk about uh, one of the one of the big time tournament gurus of bass fishing. I mean, he's, I think he's the most successful bass fisherman in history. Is that Ever? right? That I is. think so. That is. I think he's won more. I think he's won more Bassmaster Classics titles than anybody. Right? Oh, I, and I think that's his claim to fame. And I mean, obviously, and what's fun about him is that uh, good guy. I mean, when you mm-hmm. watch him, and from what I understand, I don't know him personally. But everybody that has met him said that the guy is just like you see him on TV is how he's in person. Mm-hmm. And that's not, sometimes that's not always the case, you know. You've got people that, uh, like, you know, favor, you know, and he gets in front of a camera and he starts acting different. You right. know? <laughs> no, I've, met, I've actually met him at ICAST um, the last few years, Jeff, and he's, he's, uh, he's a cordial individual, I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah, you guy. guys, right now, uh, just to tell you where I'm at, you, have you, do you guys know where Matt Lachey is? Matt Lachey. Down by uh, Cape Coral. Oh, okay. Pine okay. Island, yep. down around Sanibel, Captiva. Um, Matt Lachey 
I guess is like an island that was built, and I don't know the exact history, but it was it's like a fishing village or was for a long period of time, and it's uh, on the way over to Pine Island, which is in Pine Island Sound, I guess, right. which is uh, towards the mainland of Cape Coral and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, we were down in in Sanibel Captiva for a week family vacation, and uh, we checked out of there yesterday, and so we ended up getting a, a VRBO over here at Matt Lachey, just because it supposedly has some great fishing and we got the kayaks, you know, and right now I'm literally watching like five tailing sharks in this flat. It's, really? It's wow. Wicked. Yeah. And, and already out of the kayak, me and my son you know, got loaded up, not at first light, but close enough to be perfect. And, uh, I think I have four speckled trout, a snook, a gaff top sail cat so far all on, uh, artificial. Nice. nice. Yeah, and so now we're heading across the bay, uh, or across the way, to this place called Buzzards Bay, which is, <laughs> I guess, legendary, you know, for, and hopefully it's not going to be uh, confirmed and like I'm going to be a rotting piece of meat over That's there. That's right, yeah, right. So, you know I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, Jeff, how's that fishery come back? Have you, have, have you talked to any of the residents over there? We, we know yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 there's a guy. Yeah, I mean, we fish. Yeah, we we fished Sanibel Captiva multiple times, and we did it from the kayaks. And, and of course, they've had major bout, bouts of red tide and right. algae blooms down here. And so a lot of the fishery is all catch and release. I think speckled trout and mangrove snapper are two of the species that really that's just about all you can keep. Uh, but, you know, the redfish and the snook are off limits, uh, which is fine. I mean, we're not looking to catch fish and eat it but we're just here just to have fun and catch fish but man the kayaks on sanibel were awesome uh unfortunately well well i gotta say this real quick we had the kayaks out and we fished a couple different areas and one of the areas that we fished was right there by blind pass which is legendary for fishing because it's what separates the islands of sanibel and captiva and we launched at a place that was north of there near Tween Waters and then kayaked down about a mile and a half or so. And we had two of us on kayaks and another one on a paddleboard. And, man, we caught snook and redfish, and it was incredible. And then we went to another place, which was Bowman's Beach Park. But on your way to the beach park, they have a kayak launch, and it's a bunch of inland waters. And we had redfish Dylan actually caught, which is a cool story. Uh, my son Dylan got a fly rod from Bob McNally. And nice. Bob McNally gave him this fly rod, gave him some lessons when he first got his first fly rod for his birthday. And uh, so Dylan got into tying his own fly, so he tied his own fly. The rod needed a little bit of a repair last week, so Willie fixed the cork handle on it. So all these people kind of combined. And we get out there, and as soon as we, we launch from the kayak spot, there's tarpon rolling. And we're like, oh, my God. And <laughs> Scott and Chris, I mean, it's those 20-pounders, you know? Yes. And Dylan hooks up. And, and I'm cast on a – I don't know how big the school is. It had to be like 50, 100. I don't know. But, and Dylan stayed back on this one. He kept saying, and I probably more than one. And he hooks it up, he lands it, the, the pictures are going to be up on our Facebook page at some point, but it was, I mean, what a cool thing, you know, fly rod that Bob McNally gave him, cork handle that uh, 708 Fish Willie, who fixes rod and reels, ended up fixing right before we went, 
and then a, a fly that Dylan tied himself after we went to a fly shop on Sanibel to kind of get some pointers and tips on what kind of flies that they like. But I will tell you down here, they like white, and that's what they want is white. I guess because so. of the bait, the pilchards and all that, huh? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we had the, the tropical storm slash hurricane go through, mm-hmm. and and that obviously kind of closed us up for a little bit, and and that was fine. It kind of stunk, but the one place that we wanted to fish that we never got the opportunity to fish was Ding Darling, which is a national wildlife refuge, and they have two different kayak launches in there and lots of backwater, and wanted to fish that, but. Uh, uh, and it actually kind of made me mad because the, the hurricane tropical storm was of no threat on Monday. And they closed it Monday thinking mm. that they would need a preparation time. Right. And then Tuesday, it started to come through. But Tuesday morning was fine. Tuesday night is when it came. So they were closed all day Tuesday. Wednesday, the storm was still blowing. But in the afternoon, it was great. I, we were fishing them and yeah. tried to go there to launch. They weren't open then. So then we go there Thursday morning. And uh, guess what? We're there at the gate at seven o'clock and they're not open. And the girl comes up there and she says, well, you know, we need some time to clean the roads. And I'm sitting there going, well, what the hell were you doing yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> when there, we were fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, I mean, this, I mean, I hate to say this, but I mean, that's, that's federal government at its best. I mean, is it not? <laughs> I mean, if, if that's a private enterprise, I mean, they, they got to open for business. For business. Yeah. Right. You know, make money. Yeah. So anyway, but anyway, it was disappointing we didn't get to fish Ding Darling, but something to uh, look forward to next year. Yeah. Well, it looked like you got some great pictures anyway, so yes. looks like you had oh, a great time. And that, well, and, that, and, and, and that has to complete Dylan, too. I mean, being, you know, I don't want to say he's a complete angler now, but, I mean, to start it from start to finish. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, to be able and, to and, tie and, your own fly yes. and all that. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Totally, you know, and... And uh, he uh, he he has had days where with the fly rod he's caught just as much as as me, and in, and in the farm pots he's had days where he's caught more than me. Wow! Which wow. you know most people when you think of fly rod fishing you don't think that you know you think that the spin rod's going to outfish the fly rod every time. Right. But that that hasn't been the case, you know. So, uh, but we get one more day to fish here at Matt Lachey, and b- by the way, it's if you wanted to try to figure out where it's at. Don't search like Matt Lachey with a Y. It's spelled Matt Latcha, M A T L A C H A, but it's pronounced Matt Lachey. Ah, so, that's confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally confused. You need to but talk yeah, to somebody I mean, about that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> need to put in a request. Yeah. yeah so it's uh, you know, hopefully today we'll get on. You know, bite a fish. I've already, you know, like I've got some trout and one little dinky snook. Uh, in the box and a lady fish so that's cool but uh yesterday was the first day here and we kind of we actually did a complete trip around the island of matt lachey in the kayaks and nice. dylan has the kayak that hagen coastal outfitters donated to the el cheapo yes that's the one that has the Minkota mm-hmm. gps enabled trolling motor in it <laughs> i have the pedal one <laughs> so, yeah. so like at the end of the day, he's like, "Yeah, my legs are really sore, Dad." Yeah, I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's not taking care of the old man halfway through the day, at least, and giving it up. <laughs> well, I will say, my brother-in-law who had the paddleboard when we were out down at Blind Pass, it was kind of funny because I was, I was, I told him, "I said, look, guys, I'm heading back. You know, I, me and me and the wife, we got a dinner date, and 
So I, I don't want to be late. You know, you don't ever want to be late after a fishing trip. Otherwise, your next fishing trip, you're going to get a little bit of grief about it. That's right. So, so I'm humping it back, you know, and and I and I'm getting all loaded up, and all of a sudden I turn around and look, you know, once I'm back at the launch, and here comes Dylan and Ross, my brother-in-law, and Dylan has a rope out the back of his kayak, <laughs> and he's towing Ross on his paddleboard. I'm like, come on, man, that's cheating. Hey, who brought the drone? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, that was my brother-in-law, Ross. Nice. And, great uh, pictures. Great pictures. It is, isn't, isn't that cool? That is I mean, cool. just wicked cool stuff yep. with the drone. Yep. And, uh, and fortunately, I, I told Ross the story about Leon's drone. <laughs> we okay. talked about it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> totally told him the story. And I said, all right, so you, know, you got this cool new drone. Looking forward to getting all this cool footage. Let me share a story with you. <laughs> a cautionary tale. Well, well, at least it's only exactly. four or five feet there, so you can retrieve it. You know, it wasn't in 45 like Leon's was. <laughs> and no, still exactly. is. <laughs> but, I mean, look, once that drone gets in salt water, I don't it's, care if it's 40 yeah, feet right. or two feet, say goodbye. Yeah. 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 yeah, those aren't waterproof. Yep. God, <laughs> the number of sharks up in here is just crazy. What do you think they are? Little bonnies? I don't know. I mean, they're, you know, they're like the three four footers you know mm-hmm. uh lots of them though man like wow donate uh, one, Dylan's donate behind me fly. he's actually trying to catch them okay he, he's say, actually one fly he's uh he's throwing on them right now and i'm just kind of cruising around talking to you guys so sweet <laughs> all right well listen we, we gotta hit it we got a hard break man so okay guys thanks so, jeff have fun all right if, if i get a cool story to tell you i'll call you back before the show's over fantastic Roger. okay boys all thank right, you Hey, real quick, Chris. Yeah. Just going to welcome in master of Shimano himself, Brian Dufek. Thank you, buddy. Morning, hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning. How, How are, are you? Here? I'm doing doing great, man. Good. When we come back from a break, mm-hmm. we're going to put your mind to work. Uh-oh. So be yeah. ready. All right. I'm glad I had my coffee. I know. Yeah, that's good. Man, we got a lot of business to take care of. We got uh, LB Hires Gear Tip of we the do. Week coming up. Uh, we've got Brian in here. Uh, Kevin Favor is going to be calling in. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, gotta see if he's got yeah, a bike and, yet. And before we do any of that stuff, consignment boat sales. Yes. Okay. Check this out. Uh, they got a listing that's uh, coming up a 2008 Hydra Sports 23 Bay Boat. Yep. Yamaha 250 four stroke. Yeah, one of those Yamahas you love so much. Yes. Got under 500 hours on it. Oof. Uh, trim tabs, jack plate, iPilot, iPilot trolling motor, GPS, trailer. Thirty-nine five. Wow. And folks, if you're ever looking for somebody, guy with consignment boat sales, Chip Wingo, our good friend, Captain Chip Wingo. Yeah. Uh-huh. He is getting actually his boat ready to sell. He's He's gotten into a bay boat now, and he's doing the last little tweakies on, 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 his, on his hues. Mm-hmm. And... It's going to guy next week. Yeah, and, uh, and, and it will go. And it'll go because he's looking for That's right. bay boats, flats boats. I mean, yep. honestly... The market is is so favorable right now, folks. If you're looking to either upgrade, downgrade, whatever, there is something out there for you. And go see Guy. At yeah, Simon yeah. Boat guy Sales. is your guy. Guy is your guy. Uh, so write this number down: nine zero four two four nine six two two five. And the website is jacksboating.com. J A X Boating dot com that's consignment boat sales i got them on speed dial nice we'll be right back with the nimnik chevrolet outdoor show
All right, welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoors show. It That's is right. time for your LV Hires gear tip of the week. Yeah. LV Hires, family-owned and operated company, operating through Florida and South Georgia. All kinds of fuel products for you. Yep. They've been doing it since 1919. And I'll tell you, nobody, nobody runs a business and keeps it open for that long, for over 100 years doesn't know what they're doing and doesn't provide quality products and service. That's right. Yep. So LV Hires, taking care of all your petroleum needs. All right, Scotty. Yo. I hate Skeeters. I do too. And with all I of this ticks. rain. Ticks are the worst. Well, yeah, I can't stand ticks, but I'm not around no, tick, I'm not tick territory no, that I'm not much. Either. But nope. for crying out loud, my backyard has become, I'm right off of a retention pond, uh-huh. a big retention pond, uh-huh. and my yard is a mud bog. I'm not anywhere even around any of that, and I can't go out of my house, you know, before daylight or, or right there at twilight right. without getting eaten up. Yeah, I mean, the mosquitoes are so bad because of the amount of rain that we've had. Yep. So bad in the wake of this storm, it's going to be even worse. Uh-huh. So, got to have a way to get rid of it, and uh, and the guys provided a, a really cool tip. And this is Ben's. It's tick and insect repellent wipes. Okay? See now that's see now that's cool because I hate spray. Right, right. Because I get it in my face. Yes, yes. I do. Yes. By the way, I have I have a spray story, kind of kind of unrelated, but okay. but we'll share that because. You'll get a kick out of it. So with the guys. Okay. But go ahead. So, so the wipes. So with these wipes, they it's actually more almost almost like a citronella candle kind of situation ah. to where you're not putting it directly on your skin. You can apply it to your skin, but mm-hmm. not real liberally. At least that's what the directions right. like say. Quick wipe. Can you do it it's, on your on your like clothes? I guess. Wipe. Yeah, that's basically what it's nice. saying. Nice. It's, it's, it's um uh. It repels mosquitoes and ticks, and it says, like, heavy application and saturation is unnecessary for effectiveness on your body. You know, keep away from mouth and eyes. Right. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, of with course. all that stuff. But, um, but it's got Apply sparingly, like, around ears, back of your neck. Yep. You know, stuff that's open. Open, Face sure. your hand. Right. Where, um, where, you, where you always get bit. Right. But it's more so just wiping down... Your body, we'll yeah, call it. Right, right, right. With the white. With an application. Now, right. what's what's cool about Ben's, and, and I'll tell you, tell you this, um, you know, a lot of these wipe kind of things come in a pack, and you open the pack and you pull the wipe, and all the wipes are together. These are individually wrapped. Right. So you don't run the risk of the other Drying ones getting them out. Dry, right, right, dried out. Right, right. That is so smart, so good. Yep. Yep. Ben's. Ben's. Yep. Don't so, get bitten. Get Ben's. Oh, look at you. You should be a marketing <laughs> guy. Wow. Uh, do I do a Vanna White thing with uh, so this? There you go. I, I hope not. Okay. Oh, dear. That, dear. that was a scary image. Now I gotta, I, I, I'm sorry. Um, I can't okay. unsee what I just saw in my mind. <laughs> wow. Right, what is your spray? Let me hear about this. Oh, okay. Well, I tell you what. But Before, I'll, I'll tell the, okay. the spray story. Uh, because I got a practical joke played on me, but first, okay, yeah, we got to go oh, to the man. We got to go to the you man. Bet. Top Gun. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> Top Gun. Good morning, buddy. How are you? 
I'm hanging in there, Captain Scott. Uh, You're a solo Suzuki today. Man, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, it's a, okay. It's all right. I'm, I, I'm, and, go ahead. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not used to three you know, hours. I'm used to an hour, but not three. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know the boys always like dog you all the time. That's all right. And you got and you got that boat, and evidently you're a little guy. We've never met. Yes, sir. You know, they're talking about talking about your boat going out, and they can't see who's driving the boat and yep. all. And talking about you getting a boat the size of Shaka Khan's yacht. <laughs> um, so you you were talking about. You were talking about ordering another boat. Is this a smaller boat? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the current boat I run is just like Kevin. I run a 25-foot Sea Fox Bay boat. And the boat that I um, do a part-time gig with is for Cameron Smith, the professional golfer, which is a 39 front runner. That's big. And it's big, big. And it's not like got a flybridge on it or nothing. So, I mean, the console's huge because... Uh, he has two 24-inch monitors for the GPS and bottom machine mounted on the console. So it's it's wide. I mean, it's got three airplane seats wide. Yeah, wow. three airplane seats that, that sit. Is there is there a lot of fishing room on it? Oh, my gosh, yes. Boat's incredible. Yeah. It's a center console. It's just a huge center yeah. console. And Yeah. So, um, so that's Scotty's next boat. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> and we make a joke because I am. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, uh, I'm. I'm height deficient. I'm five <laughs> foot eight. Um, and we're not going to talk about weight, but I'm a yeah, short I was gonna little. going to say I'm a short little chunky guy. Short, well, that's not, not small. That little five eight. <laughs> huh? Well, five I eight's just, not that little. Uh, Top Gun. I could just tell you. I literally, when I run the boat, I, I all I see is the compass. Oh my god! Is what I see when I'm standing on the deck. That's how large the console is. I look directly yeah. at the compass. Okay, he jumps a lot. Yeah, so I'm in the process of getting a stool made. That's that that will support me in heavy seas, so I can see the bow because I can't see the bow. Shut wow. up, Chris. Well, so, I know you got a lot. I know you got a lot going on today. Uh, people waiting to call in, but. Uh, this old lady had this dog for 16 years and one morning discovered he was motionless. Uh-oh. So she picked him up, took him to the vet, and that said, I don't think I can do anything. And she said, put him on the table, do something. So that put him up on the table and reaches over in the closet and grabs this croaker sack and pulls this old scrawny cat out of the bag, puts the cat up on the table and cat starts walking around the dog pawing at him and hissing and the dog doesn't move and after a couple minutes of that that said well he he's gone there there's nothing he said i'll take care of everything all arrangements don't worry about it so she leaves and about three weeks later she gets a bill in the mail for 350 dollars from the vet so she calls him up and says What's this three hundred and fifty dollars for? And the vet says, uh, well, fifty dollars was for Scruffy's funeral arrangements. And she said, What was for the three hundred for? And the vet said, That was for the CAT scan. LT <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Jeez. Gosh, if it wasn't for Top Gun on a Saturday morning, where would you be? Life would never be the same. No, life oh, would never be the same. Oh, my word. All right, we got a break. All right, we got to take a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. Nimnick, Buick, GMC, Chevrolet. All right, welcome back to the Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Uh, you know, we talk about Hagen Ace, and we talk about uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters right. all the time. Yep. And let me just tell you, uh, you know, in addition to all the cool hats and all the cool flips and the sunglasses and the shirts and even, Je- Choice tackle. even Jeff's Je- – oh, and Captain's Choice Tackle and Jeff's favorite underwear – uh, oh, really? We got to go there? Yeah, well, you know, you know, Jeff would have it no other way. So I got to tell you about Hey Dude Shoes. Yes. Um, they've got Hey Dudes, and Hey Dudes are the best, most comfortable shoes that I have ever owned. It's so easy to slip them on. They're they're not expensive, so I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to amass a collection. Right, now I was going to ask. Okay, I mean you. I mean they're that good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're great. I really? ha- yeah. I have. I have. Uh, I have a, a khaki pair and a medium blue kind of pair. Okay. Um, and they do slip ons because I'm and, not yeah, a huge fan of yeah. They're of slip ties. Yeah, they're slip ons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now they have laces, but but I think they're just to basically give you just a well, hair they're like a boat shoe kind support. of situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, but they've got. All kinds of different colors, and and they're soft, they're comfortable, you know, just just great stuff. And you can find them at at uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, which is now all over the place. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, you can just uh, uh, go to the web and check them out. But but fantastic, love those guys. Yep. So and they're, and their marketing person, pretty cool too. Pretty cool dude. Yeah. Well, well, that's Tara. Tara. So, <laughs> so, I know. Yeah, she's okay. she's she's a pretty cool dude. Okay. <laughs> All right, I think we got Kevin. We do. He's out there kingfishing on the beach. Let's find out if the bite is happening. Hey, buddy. Morning. Morning, What's... buddy. How are you? I'm good. Zach's calling me on the radio. Hang on. Stand by for a second, Zach. Um, Say hello anyway, to Brian. We... Brian's here too. <laughs> hey, good morning, Brian. What's happening, Captain? <laughs> Nothing. It's a, it's a beautiful morning. We got. Let's see here. We got. Uh, a Menorcan Delight out there, about a 12-incher on the shotgun. And, uh, Scott, we caught some of those, what we call colossal pogies. Yes. In Salt Run this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so we got We're one of those of out there. And, and we got doubles. We got a ribbon fish down. So it's, uh, we caught one shark so far. Okay, well, <laughs> let, let me, the most important thing that we always talk about, how was the bait situation this morning? No, no problem. No okay. problem, and, and 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 obviously, you know, so you know, we left the dock at six, you know, and and you know, we wanted the sun to get up a little bit. That's always a good time to run into salt run and catch bait. Is that that you know, crack of dawn? Yep. So we didn't have any problem doing that, and ran north, and there was it, it looked like it, Brian, it looked like the old kingfish days. You know, I mean, <laughs> one one little pot of of bait, and it was. 40 boats on it. It was like, whole, and, and everybody's got two nets and they're chunking. And, <laughs> you know, so. Did you was, fish uh, catch any mullet? I did. I like, I got the Menorcan Delight out there. Oh, that's yes, right. You sir. just said a Menorcan I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, got him out there on the shotgun. Um, had, uh, had a phenomenal day yesterday. Uh, for, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, Scott, you and I talked about this uh, on the forecast show 
on Thursday evening, I was fishing. I was going to fish the uh, Ancient City Kingfish Association, the Kingfish Challenge, the junior tournament for the first yesterday. Time. Yeah, first time. Oh, wow. In, I, I guess I guess it's been six or seven years. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, you know, I did it with my kids from the time they were five till they were sixteen. You know, and and then you just you just kind of lose. You it. kind of forget how much fun yeah. it is. You know, and took uh, Brian Shimonelay with Ring Power and his son Thompson and. Random Matanzas, you know, because I, I, I really, first off, I love fishing down there, and it just didn't look right. You know what I mean? It it, it, it yeah. was it was okay, um, and you know we had a high incoming tide yesterday morning, and, and generally speaking, on that particular tide, you, it, water should be beautiful, you know. Yes. Yeah. And it was just it just didn't look right, and um, our good buddy Captain Zach Timmons was was fishing north of the inlet, and he had a, a, a small fish, and but that was. That was better than what we were seeing. So we ran all the way back down here. And keep in mind, now, Thompson's is, he's, he's six years old, you know, and it's hard to keep a six-year-old attention yes, all day, you know, with, with, without without a fight. And, you know, hard to the, keep mine uh, all day, too. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, so it, it, thank goodness for the live well, you know. Yes. Uh, you know, so anyway. Um, there was people catching fish around us, and and uh, we could not get a bite. And, and I planned on fishing until like one. Um, you know, Scott, I, I seriously thought that, 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 that by one o'clock we'd have, you know, two maybe three fish. And yeah. we, you know, I wasn't looking to to win. I just wanted him to catch a damn fish. You know? No, and that's what Chris and I talked about this morning. It's yeah. all about walking the stage. It has nothing to do yeah. if it's forty yeah. pounds. It's no, just walking it, the it, stage. It, 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 it doesn't. So I mean at twelve thirty I made the decision we got to go rebate you know we we just uh, if 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 people are catching them around me and I'm not catching them something's not right you know and and honestly the bait has the bait were a little stressed from the net being in there all morning yes <laughs> yes you know so so anyway then I ran in there I rebated and and ran right back out it didn't take me very long uh, put them back out and at at twelve forty we got our first bite on the downrigger and he caught a kingfish. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of those things like you talked about earlier, Scott, as a charter captain, and even as a dad or, or whatever, you know, that kid, I mean, he, he spent all day, you know, waiting patiently on that bite. And, and when he caught that fish, it was, it was high fives and hugs, and, and it was a 12-pound fish. Who cares? Who cares? You know what I mean? For us, it's like yeah. real, you know, it's just like, okay, well, those are caught every day. But then you look and you go. Dude, look! Are you are you kidding me? You know, and that kid's just beaming from year to year. Yeah, I mean, so now we got to call mom. Yep, mom's got to come to the weigh-in. You know, <laughs> so um, <laughs> it, it couldn't have turned out any better. Good it for was, you. It, it was congratulations. It was awesome. That's awesome. It yeah, doesn't it was, have to be a winning fish. It just has to be a fish. That, that's no, exactly. You know, and 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 he went up there and weighed his fish in, and he came back and said, "You know, Captain Kevin, man, there's some." Some really big fish in there, <laughs> and I said, "Look, I said you're 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 not competing against everybody, right? You know, in that tournament, there's 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 different divisions. Yep. You know, so um, I I don't I don't know what, if he finished anywhere, but it, it doesn't matter. It was um, they, you know, Scott. I don't know if you know this, Brian. This is pretty cool. But they do a, a captain's meeting on on Thursday evening just for the kids. Yes, that's awesome. Yep, it, it is, and, and they have different stations. Yep." 
and 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 the kids go around to each station and and they they do little little clinics but at each station they also get a, a rod and reel a t-shirt they got free hot dogs um and and brian brian said it was it was i, I didn't go i had to do the radio show on, on thursday evening. right but they they said it was it was phenomenal they said they, they did a great job for those kids i think it was two or three years ago kevin i i Zach, Captain Zach Timmons, and I partook in it, and he he actually brought the fire truck from his division mm-hmm. and brought it down there for the kids to hang hop on and, and hang how out. Cool is that? You know, wear the clothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, spray the fire hose. You know, oh, all awesome. that kind of stuff. I my clinic was, I think, on how to handle a rod. You know, how to handle the rod and reel yeah. during a kingfish. Um, and uh, Angel City is a great organization yeah, it is. for the St. Augustine area and for anybody else that wants to partake. Um, every third Tuesday is our meetings um, met um, in St. Augustine at the Shriners Club. Um, it's nothing. It's like $50 for the year, and they have great steak dinners on at the end of the year. They have kids' awards every month as well as adult awards for – Fish of the month, you know, oh, yeah. catches of the month. Just anyhow, folks, if you ever have it, go to acgfa.com, look at them, check them out. It's a great, great organization um, to belong to. I just wish I could spend more time there. I just am sleeping by 830. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, there was, there was a lot of people at the captain's meeting last night. I, and, and, again, I know they have two tournaments going on. I don't know what they ended up for uh boat wise number wise i don't either um, but there was um there, there, there was there was a lot of people and, and and they also threw in a snapper division yep um this this year also since you know snapper season happened to fall and that's the same dates that they were going to do their tournament right hey can so, you do me a favor sure. can we go take a break can you um hold on yeah absolutely all right that's awesome all right we got i got a little more to talk to you about this Folks, we'll be right back to the Nimnik GMC Chevrolet outdoor, outdoor show. show. There you go. Sorry. Hey, listen you're, before you're, before you're we go, but before we go, I just want to let everybody know real quick about shark coatings. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Jeff talks about them a lot, and with good reason. I, I'm I'm in the process of, of buying a house, and one of the first things that I'm going to do after the purchase of that house is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call five one nine fifty fifty five. That's shark coatings. Leon and Dana had it done, dude, and you should see his garage floor. Yeah, it's, it's it is beautiful. It I is. was over there a couple weeks ago. Man, that thing looks good. But I'll and tell you what, have it done before you move in yeah. because once you start piling all that junk in your garage, <laughs> right? Then you yeah. got to move then it you all out. Move it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That's I, like a precursor see, to painting I'm, the house. I'm currently renting the house that I'm buying. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's junk. Oh man, there's you junk. have to clean out the garage. You know what? It's worth it though, and I'll tell you why. Because you know when I looked at. Because it's just painted, and it's, you know, there's chips out of it. There's stains all over it. It's just a hot mess. This stuff, don't have to worry about it. So much better than an epoxy floor. Yep. Uh, uh, resistant to chemicals, oil, gas, grease, tire marks, all that stuff. Um, antibacterial, antimicrobial, all that stuff stuff that really makes a garage look and smell nasty. Yep. Yeah, I don't want Anti-Leon that. Anti-Leon proof, trust me. There you go. So I want I, I want a Leon proof garage. <laughs> Leon proof garage. So that's shark trust coatings. Me. Yeah, so uh so again the phone number 519-5055 and the website sharkfloorcoatings.com. <laughs> we'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. 
C&H Marine Construction. Yes, my good friends. Good friends. Mr. Mike Valancourt Sr. And really good at what they do. They do. You know, one of the words, one of one of the key words that you look for whenever you're doing, you know, something like a dock, a boathouse, a, a bulkhead, something like yep. that, any kind of major construction, is custom. That is such a key word, because that means that they know what they're doing, know what they're looking at when it comes to your piece of property and how they can maximize uh, your property and put in something that is going to withstand the conditions surrounding your property and that's exactly what they do it's i gotta gotta interject on this one i take mike senior uh valancourt fishing all the time and all the other valancourts and it's so funny we pull up on a dock and michael go hey pull me up there real quick (laughs) all right what do you need to do mike i said you didn't throw a jig head up there did you he said no 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 let me talk to that. Let me talk to the land uh, homeowner real quick. I went, oh, God, this is not going to be good. He's working. He's working. He's working when he's fishing, and he'll get up there. And, yeah, hey, you know, if you ever need anything, you know, here, give me a shout. But I, I see you're missing a facial board on here or whatever, you know. You know, but anyhow, Mike, Mike, the guys there at CNH Marine. They're so good. So good. 904 264 I love it. I did it a long way. Yeah, that was impressive. Our info at Canned Marine. Well, C and H Marine.com. Yeah. There you go. Bless Sorry. your heart. Bless my heart. I tried. <laughs> Kevin, you know, we try to teach him. It's hard. No, I know. I know. You know he's, uh, um, hey, <laughs> give me a break here today, boys. No, no, you're, 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 you're fine. You're fine. I, yeah, I called, you know, I started on the radio listening this morning, and I'm like, dang, where's Kurt? Sorry to hear he's not feeling good. So yeah, thoughts thinking, and prayers oh, with Kurt, boy. folks. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. Yeah, Scotty's got three hours. Yeah, <laughs> thank God for Mr. Brian Dufect and no Brian. and Chris Wayne helping me out. Hey, real quick though, Kevin, to answer yep. our questions earlier, because Brian's helping me out here. So Brian's pulled up the ACGFA leaderboard in both divisions. So real quick, he's going to give us like or give you a little okay. update on your day yesterday. Well, they don't have any weights posted yet, which is I'm surprised. But uh, they do say they have 94 boats in the Kingfish shootout. Kingfish uh, piece. Okay. Um, They've got 64 boats in the Redfish division. Yep. Lady Anglers. They they don't have a whole lot of Lady Anglers. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, about 11 or 12. So, so, uh, anyway... You got a one in ninety-four chance of winning today. Yeah, that's better than your scratch-off ticket you play. Yeah, no, that's true. That's better than fishing the old that's school true. last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with five hundred. Yeah, five hundred some odd boats. Oh yeah, in the old school. Yeah, five hundred or something. And Brian, this tournament's a little different. It's it's, it's kind of interesting. It's 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 an aggregate tournament. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 two fish total aggregate but you can weigh in two fish a day per day yeah yeah so if you yeah. so if you draw a zero on day one you you, you could still be a hero on that, day two and 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 we've done that yeah we, we've we've absolutely done that you know not not weigh a fish in the first day and come out the, you know the, the second day and and you know catch 235s or whatever well and, uh, and and the biggest thing is kevin it's a it's honestly truthfully a level playing field with a single outboard 24 foot bay boat well 
they, they, the, the best thing that they have is they have a Calcutta for single engine right. division. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I'm I just mean, saying, a big boat's going out there, and he's always hunting that one 53-pounder, let's just say, where mm-hmm. you could still stay in on the beach and catch two 25s and, st- yeah, and, and, still come and, out ahead. and still come out ahead in all, in all tenses. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you, you, generally speaking in this tournament, you've got to have at least two high 20s, at least, yeah. to, 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 to be in the money. And, and, and most of the time, those guys that are running offshore and full of big, big blue runners and stuff, I mean, they're, they're going to catch, you know, a 35 and a 39 or a 37 and a 42. You know, I mean, they, they, they generally throw a couple big fish up there. So, you know, you, you but we, I mean, we can do the same thing right here. It, it, it looks, everything looks right. How many boats are around you, Kevin? Right. Uh, it's, it's basically being Zach. Really? Yeah. Does the yeah, water I mean, look better today than it did yesterday? Uh, the water water looks about the same as it did yesterday. Um, the, the one thing that we're, you know, and, and, and you guys have beach fished enough to know we had to make a couple passes to find the bait. Yeah. And and then and we found it. I mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable, the screen. Um, so uh, that's what that's what we're, we're concentrating on right now. Zach just had a bike said that uh, burned off 100 yards and lost it. Um, so they're, they're getting ready to bite. They so we're at what forty one or forty three? Later yesterday, well, that? Well, yeah, forty one to forty three. To the top of the tide here Correct. shortly. Okay. Correct. Staying right there. Correct. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's cool. Well, cool. That's well, I know cool. yesterday, like midday, the tide. We were offshore, but right. you know, the tide basically went dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. around noon, and I yep. was, and of course, you know, you know what happens when the tide goes dead offshore? Oh. Things kind of got quiet, you mm-hmm. know. But um, but they bit. Then they fired right back up about the time we had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> So. Did you get caught in that weather? No, we made it back. Good Matter of fact, we, we were just like literally hosing the boat off, and it started to rain and then thundering and all that, and we were like, we'll let the rain finish uh, rinsing off. All right. We okay. grabbed our stuff and ran. Hey, buddy, good luck. Praying yeah. for you. Catch him up, bud. Catch him. Yep, yep, yep. Y'all, y'all have a great day if you need anything. And if we catch, catch a good one here, I'll call you back. Yep, call me back. I want to hear it. I want right. to hear the drag. Bye. Bye, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the greatest thing. That was so funny the other day, like I said on Tuesday. It was just 10 charter boats, and the fish were just, it was pre frozen. So I got to just <laughs> right, keep right. using that. But anyhow, when you look, and there's 10 charter boats, and that was all that was there, it was just us. And you look, and you're yelling, Ricky, Ricky, look, and you just see this kingfish, you know, just boom, come out of the water. And then you look to your right, and there's Chris. Chris, look, 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 and boom, Whee! there goes his prop wash bait. And it's like, it's just, it's just. That's awesome. It's it's so much fun. It's oh, like, yeah. you know, what we talk about when the mullet run starts, end of oh. August, September. I don't even care about catching a tarpon. It's just, it's just, look at that one. And now, you know, oh, now yeah, we, it's it, incredible you spend watching. more time yelling yeah. and screaming at, what you see than what you catch. Well, that's what everybody that tells me. Sense? Yeah, about what you do. Yes. What do you want to go during yeah. tarpon season? <laughs> you want to go during tarpon season? Yes. I'll take you. Yelling and screaming. You want to go? I'll take you. Oh, uh, I, I would love to. I would I mean, absolutely love to. I mean, I, the biggest thing is to have. I would really. I mean, and 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 this is throwing out there, but Captain Tommy Derringer is probably the finest behind a camera. Yeah, he does a great job. He does a phenomenal job. And, I mean, okay, for those of you who don't know, he he writes and t- 
talks with the sportsman. Um, gosh, the Florida Insider, well, fishing, Insider report. fishing Report. He does the Northeast Florida area. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but his normal posts and everything else. I mean, he is phenomenal behind a camera. The what the pictures he could take. I mean, he spends a lot of money lot and of time, time yeah. on his on his camera equipment. Anyhow, I would love to have somebody on the boat during that you know that fall tarpon run yeah it's it's just with a high speed camera yeah it, it's 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 just amazing i mean two years ago when the uh i forget which tropical storm it was it went into north carolina and dumped a ton of rain into pamlico sound and all that stuff and literally like about seven to ten days later there were so many mullet here i've never seen that many mullet here all at once and what basically happened is all that rain pushed okay. those fish and moved them south yep and they were in nassau St. John's, at the mouth of St. John's at Mayport, and in St. Augustine. And we followed them from all the way down the coast. And we were catching four to seven. We were jumping four to seven fish a trip. Wow. And and what, and what there would be three or four fish in the air at any given time. You just sat there. It was a spectacle. Yeah. It was unbelievable. See, that's that's what I want to be a part of. That's I just, what I'm saying. I just want to. You got to see the mullet run in full swing. Experience the spectacle. And I will call you, and you'll have to be there that next day as soon as it happens. Because it only lasts three or four days. Right, right, right. I got you. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on the Nimnik. Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Outdoor Show with Captain Scott Shank, Mr. Brian Dufect, Chris Wayne bringing it to you. We'll be right back. All right, Scotty. Okay. Um, I'm here. I think that I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that all of us associated with Fish and Forecast, Outdoor Show, we've all – Sampled the greatness of Tire Outlet. We have. <laughs> I did this week. I, uh, this week you did? Yeah. I had to take the wife's car in to get a front end alignment. Um, uh-huh. We got new tires on the on her on her truck not too long ago, and they say to hey just to kind of like mm-hmm. wear them in just a little bit, you know, give it a couple four or five hundred miles and bring it back. And I called Danny at Tire Outlet. Said, man, I need to bring the wife's car in the to the St. Augustine area one, and no problem. See you at eight. Oh, that's awesome. And it was awesome. like, dude, like it was easy. I hate to always bug Danny. And he yeah. has, I mean, being, being he is kind of a newly, newly wed. That's right. He is now. for sure. Yeah. But the honeymoon anyhow, is still on. Yeah. The honeymoon. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's over for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, <laughs> but, but honestly, tire outlet, fantastic. And, and, and it's not just, and it's not just tires. No. Too. Nope. Uh, you know, you just, you just mentioned the alignment. So everything that has to do with tires, yeah, they do and they do it great. But there's a whole lot more than that. Uh, you know, oil changes, I mean, brakes. Yeah. Uh, they do, uh, you know, engine tune ups, battery replacements. They do brake repair. They put a lift kit in my truck. Which they did. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you had it leveled, didn't you? I had a leveling. Or yeah, I just said, yeah. Le- I had a leveling kit put in my truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, folks, a tire outlet will take care of your vehicle. There's almost nothing that they won't do. I know they don't do transmission work, but aside from that, I mean, they will take care of your car. And and they're great people. It's it's not just Danny. I mean, Danny's fantastic, nope. but it's, but it's not just Danny. So. Make sure you head to your local. Oh, and by the way, you don't even have to head to your tire outlet. You could just schedule the mobile tire install too, and they'll come out and Did do that. it for you. <laughs> Two vehicles at the same time. That's fantastic tire outlet. And fantastic. it's great, man. It's so cool. That thing pulls up there and it's got everything in it. It's awesome. Yeah, I saw 35 that, minutes. I saw that truck the other 35 day. minutes. Yeah. 35 minutes my truck, 35 minutes the wife's truck. See, that's impressive. 
and that's, we were done. That's just impressive stuff, you know. So let me let me just let me just shoot in here with a quick story about something that isn't so impressive, and <laughs> and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start by by blaming the guys. Ah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that it was Kirk. So I'm I'm gonna blame him because he's okay. he's like the gadget guy, right? Okay. And so, uh, by the way, he is Good in God. yeah in the studio. And I, again, I'm not 100 percent sure who brought these in, but they're these uh, little containers that look like little fire extinguishers. Yes, uh, they were called. Um, like bear assault or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> and it's and it's a, a little can of bear repellent. And 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 so I'm like I'm like great. I I, I don't really run into a whole lot of bears. Um, you know, doing what I do. So you know, working from the office at home. Um, but he said, <laughs> Kirk says, yeah, no, you know what? I mean, this this stuff is like you know advanced to. You know, take out a bear if a bear is coming at you. So, you know, you know, you you could definitely use it for something. You know, right. You know, there's got to be something you could use it for. He said. He said, didn't you have moccasins? You know, water moccasins in in your yard. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, he said, you know, you can try them on those. So I was like, okay, well, why not? So I, you know, saved it, put it away for a while, whatever. And uh, this week, had a moccasin show up. No way. Oh yeah. Really? Yes, yes, yes. A good one? in the backyard. Eh, this one, this one was a little smaller than the first. The first was about four feet long and was a beast. Uh, this one, this one, maybe two, two feet long. It's still young, um, but was coiled up uh, in the backyard uh, by the tree line, and uh, and so I was, you know, trying to figure out how to do it. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to attack it with my nine millimeter the way my father-in-law did with his. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna add, that was my next question. In the area that you live, do you have to call neighbors to give them a forewarning shot? Yeah, before you start blasting before you start going yeah, going well, to town. You know what? I I actually contemplated just going out there and just plugging them, but uh, but yeah, I, I decided not to because I I know that's a no no uh, in my in my subdivision. So. <laughs> So I'm out there. I'm like, okay, okay, how am I gonna whack this thing? So I, I got, um, so I got a, a, a garden, you know, that big forked thing. Yeah, the garden rake, rake thing. thing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So and so, what I was gonna do? I decided. I, was, I remember what Kirk said, and I was like, okay, so I'm gonna spray this stuff. I'm gonna hit him, and he's gonna kind of freak out a little bit, and then I'm gonna bury him with this thing. I was, right. you know, downswing and take him, take him out. So I'm reading this pack first, right? And I mean, this sucker says so. It's 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 um, like high end pepper spray, essentially, is what it is, right? Okay. And it will shoot up to forty feet for eight seconds. And you think you're? I mean, you're trying to incapacitate a bear, yes. so makes sense as he's charging you. So yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, no problem. I don't need forty feet. I'm sure. I want to make sure my aim you is just right. Need me. You just need me because you can run faster than me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, so I'm like, okay, this thing is coiled up, but his, but he's looking into the woods. So it's like I, I've, I've got a good angle to kind of approach and get inside of 40 feet anyway, uh, you know, before he smells me. Oh. And uh, you know, I'm out of the wind. I'm, I'm, I'm downwind from him. So I'm, I'm like, okay, this shouldn't be, you know, this shouldn't be any kind of problem at all, right? So I'm, I line up probably about 10 feet off. Okay. And so you're still safe. I pop, can't get you. Right, right, right. And so uh, you know, but I'm at a good angle. So and and there's not 
not any kind of significant wind or anything happening anyway. So I'm like, okay, I'm just aiming it down. I'll be good to go. And I'm waiting. Stop, stop. Sprays in left hand, rakes in right, or where are we at? Uh, the rake is on the ground right beside me because I know. You only got eight seconds. Because I know if he turns, yes. I've got you no got, time at all. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I hit it. Okay. Expecting a stream to come out and fly toward the head of that snake. Uh-huh. I get a cloud that sprays directly in front of my face. Oh, no way. And goes nowhere at all. I'm like, <laughs> what? what the crap is this stuff? This, this isn't going to stop a bear. So and the bear might actually has not even come to the bear. Yet. The bear might actually stop to laugh at me. Yes, yes. <laughs> while while yeah. I'm now drowning in pepper spray. <laughs> I can, this is a match. Okay, go and ahead. So, and so I'm like, okay, okay, but I didn't. You know, it wasn't like I was blinded. Thank God, right. I'm wearing glasses. So I, I so I, I like I let off the trigger, and I'm like, okay, I just got to get in closer. Just got to get in closer. And so I get in closer, and now I'm inside of five feet. Away from this stupid freaking snake. He's going to get you. And I hit it. Cloud. Again. A cloud. I'm like, no. I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm going to die. And so I'm sticking my arm out as far as I possibly can. I finally hit him. I finally hit him. And he just meanders off into the woods. Meanders off into the woods. He doesn't care. You know, it's just like, you're bugging me. You know, I'll leave. So he's still alive? Yeah. So... So I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart's going, right? Uh, the can is empty. Uh, I, there's no way it lasted eight seconds. Doesn't matter because it didn't go anywhere yeah. anyhow. And I, like you getting a dud can. And so I look down, <laughs> I look down, and there's a a pool on top of my finger of this stuff, and specifically says, "Don't get it on your skin." So I'm like, great. That's just fantastic. Now I've got this concentrated stuff on my skin. So I go in and I'm washing my hands, washing my hands, washing my hands, washing my hands. All right. Everything's fine. Later that night, my nose itches. Oh, God. Ow. 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 My nose is on fire. For like a half, it was like I ate a dado pepper and shoved half of it up my nose. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it hurts so bad. It hurts. Where's the milk, honey? It hurts so bad. Yeah, I'm like, and what am I going to do? Wash my nose out in milk? milk? Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm stuck. I just, have to, I just have to live through this. This is, oh, my word. It was the worst thing ever. So so do not buy bare assault. Okay. Do not. That is a That is not going to be a product tip for us at all. It How about a terrible? fire extinguisher next time? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm I mean. I mean, do. I've. You know, I mean, you see stuff in movies. But, uh, uh, so. Yeah. Uh, no, I got to get a 22 and get a subsonic round and just. I'll tell you, rat <laughs> that. Oh no, just rat, rat shot, shot. Rat shot in a 22, dude. It'll do all yeah. the damage you need. Yeah. And they're short. And you won't hear nothing. It'll be like a pellet gun going off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and you get an automatic. You pow, 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 and you'll yeah. never hear. You'll. It'll. You're fine. Yeah. So that's the route so. I'm going. But but uh, no more pepper spray. No more. Yeah. No more I garden kinda, equipment. <laughs> Forget that. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But my Not gosh, I'm, I'm thankful my nose after about 12 hours is back to normal. 
That's brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was not yeah. what you. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me never to get into mugging because I don't want to get you a face. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not good at it. Yeah. At all. Not at all. Yeah, it was bad. So uh, let me see. Well, we got a break. Okay. Uh, but when we come back, we've got a ring power tip, which is kind of connected. Kind of connected to the bends. To our LV hires gear yeah. tips. So yeah. uh, hang around for that. And, uh, and then we want to spend some time. I want to talk to Brian with you Shimano. Bet. Yeah, Brian, I, I feel bad. Yeah, well, You haven't had um, enough time to chat yet. Yeah, we've got to talk about tackle because that's the mainstay of my business is tackle. Well, that's right. Yeah, because you run a tackle business. No, not that part of it. Oh, charter the charter business. business. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, that's next on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, folks, Ring Power. Yeah, this is time for your uh, Ring Power Tip of the Week. Yeah. We've got to talk about Ring Power first. Uh, boy, if you're looking for any kind of big equipment uh, for earth moving, excavation, construction, power generation, uh, paving, road building even, they are your hookup. Uh, great stuff. Sales, rentals. Uh, they've got parts, all kinds of services, too. So make sure you check out ringpower.com to find out more about Ring Power. Great people, too. Indeed. All right. You know what's interesting, boys? This kind of coincides <laughs> which, with if you don't use the Ben's White. And it's called Afterbite. I wish the heck I had this stuff on July 4th. Anyhow, <laughs> real quick story on that. Real quick. My little grandson, he's five, Rhett. Going to watch the 4th of July fireworks. We were camping at North Beach, Brian, for the weekend. Oh, yeah. And my two boys have got campers, and we were all split up. Anyhow, we walk out there to the dock, just getting ready to watch the fireworks. What bites him? A bee right there on the crack of the knee. Oh. Right there on the back. Oh, my gosh. So that's nasty. it just totally just mm. blew that's the fireworks. That's a firework. bad spot, Yeah, too. I mean, right in the crick of your Ooh. back of your leg. Mm. And, man, I wish I would have had this stuff because... It wouldn't have made us miss the fireworks, but anyhow. What is that stuff? Um, Afterbite. It's um, good it's name. Been, yeah, it's great. It's been a trusted name in its relief for over forty-five years. Um, it it's a it's a liquid, okay, and any kind of itch um, caused by mosquitoes, biting flies, fire ants, bees, and actually poison ivy, oak, and sumac protection as well. Um, Basically, it's just a it's just a liquid. You apply it to the given area of the bite, and uh, takes away the burn, the sting, the whatever you get from your little flying creatures. Now, what's cool about that is that that thing is seven bucks. Yes, uh, the Ben's wipes was thirteen. Uh, was thirteen? Like yeah, so twenty bucks. You got yourself covered. You got the before and the after. That's right. So a hell so of a deal. If you don't do it right with the Ben's. <laughs> then you can pick up the slack That's with right. the afterbite. That's it. That's it. You got, you got two choices here. Prevention <laughs> yeah. or treatment. Or treatment. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> one or the other. If you're too cheap, then you do the $7 one and just do the treatment. <laughs> you take your chances and pay your 7 <laughs> yeah, bucks. and pay your 7 bucks. You don't spend the 13 But for 20 bucks, hey, folks. That's pre- yeah, it's you pretty got good it coverage. Covered. Yeah, you bet. Afterbite. That's after cool. Bite. That's good stuff. That's your ring power. Tip of the week. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. We haven't had the chance because we've been busy kind of talking kingfish, kind of talking on everything. Um, folks, in the studio, we have a really good friend, a 
of all of ours, and that's um, Mr. Brian Defect, who is. I'm, I'm going to call it. You trade. You tell me if I'm wrong. You're the rep for Shimano. I'm actually the Saltwater Regional Manager. There you go. See, I so, knew I was going to screw it all up. That's okay. It's okay. I've got. He's the man when it comes to anything Shimano. Yeah, I've got six reps. I do. I basically cover anything saltwater related from the Louisiana Mississippi border to the Virginia North Carolina border. Crappy job too. So, That's a lot of coastline. I, yeah, I hate yeah. to have your job. Well, I've got six reps that you know live strategically throughout the territory. That you know they they help tremendously. They they actually make me look good. <laughs> um, I'm very fortunate. I got a great group of reps that that handle the day to day. You know, visiting all the the dealers and fielding the, a lot of the phone calls and stuff. I, of course, you know, I'm involved with all the dealers at, right. all the time. But. And, but, and then you get to still go to these certain places yeah, yeah, I, and, and spend some time with yep. with yep. people like myself, Kevin, Kirk, yeah. um, tackle shops, you know, and finding and yeah, like, fishing the area. Know, yeah, I'll go to, you know, I'll go to South Carolina, meet up with my rep there. We'll go all the way to the Outer Banks of North Carolina, stopping and seeing all the different dealers. Um, you know, and visiting with them, and 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 that's a great, great job. I mean, I love what I do. It's um, that would be my know. my choice after I get done with charter fishing and become. Yeah. Well, I always you know I always tell people if you like if you like being in the fish if you like to fish don't get in the fishing business. Yeah, ask anybody yeah. who works at, at a tackle store. You you, yep. you know you're you're there. You work you work your tail off. Yeah. Um, you you don't have time to fish because you're too busy getting everybody else ready to go fishing. Right. Um, but this is what I enjoy too. I enjoy yeah. the Thursday night radio show yeah. Kevin and I do. I enjoy being the sub coming in here because I do. I truly enjoy what the fishing industry is about. And like we talked about before with the kids, that's all what makes it anymore. I'm oh, not. Yeah. I'm not about you know the 180 quart cooler. We need to fill it days. I'm over that. You know yeah. that was. If that people, was in the pre-dawn days. Yeah, people get mad at me because they're like, oh, did you fish last week? I'm like, yeah. And then we caught, you know, mangoes. We caught a nice grouper. Yep. We caught this. And they're like, well, where's the pictures? I'm like, I didn't take any pictures. Didn't take any pictures. And they're like, where's well, mine well, at? I, like, I just kept like, one fish for dinner, you know? Like, yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I kept, took, you know, one slab of grouper down yep. home and one piece of uh, mango home, and I'm good to go and for a, that, a week. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's not all about the the stacking up the meat on the dock anymore. Yep. You know, it's more about the experience of, of going out and having fun. Like you said, and the stuff you see. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you see when you're fishing. It's not yeah, and 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 and, it, and it, it, you know, get off on a sidetrack of it. It it just the little stuff that you don't see because we see it all the time, mm-hmm. and that is a sea turtle floating in the water. Yep, it's a baby sea turtle up against the jetty rocks that there's 15 of them, and you go, well, damn, yeah, they're always around. You know, you 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 lose sight of that porpoise jumping of of what you see on that normal basis that somebody coming into town yeah. or whatever. Uh, or from Kansas that's never been to never, that. I, you I, know, I had some friends that never been to You don't point that out because you see it all the time. Yeah. You don't You don't put two and two together to point out that ecological kind of thing that's going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. You know, we, we'd go down to the beach and, and you, you know, you see these people, you know, met a couple at the beach over Fourth of July weekend. And, you know, they're from Kansas. Their kid, yeah. had, their kid had never seen the ocean. Yeah. And I'm like, and there was menhaden popping on the beach. You right. Know, and the, it was west wind, and there was, you know, pelicans diving. And, and they were, they were it's just amazing, yeah. you know, what you see every day. And you take it for granted. And I, you we know, do. That's one thing I try to be very humble about, you know, my career. And I've been very fortunate to be in the fishing business for 
from 29 years. Really? Now. It's been that long now? 29 years. So it's, uh, it's, it's a blast, man. And you've seen it all. I mean, for the most part. I mean, we're going through some rough times right now. Yeah, it's 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 been crazy, you know. Uh, one thing with 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 COVID, yes. Um, you know, starting off with you know when we started this, you know, what I don't know, January of yep. the last last year. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. What are, we're getting and, in almost and, two years and now, it, and it kind of kind of, and we, we we were sitting around in in a meeting like in February, going, "What are we going to do?" Yep, we got tens of millions of dollars worth of inbound inventory, and you know, states up in the northeast are. They, they can't open their tackle store. No. They're calling going, stop shipping me any inventory. Yep. I, I can't take they it. They're literally locked in They're their like, homes. I don't have the cash flow to yep. pay for it. And, 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 and then, of course, being in the great free nation of Florida that we live in, our yep. governor did a fantastic job of making sure that on. fishing was essential and, and, and boat ramps stayed open. And, and, of course, no organized sports. No, nobody playing soccer or t-ball or, or go, kids are out of school, school, homeschooling, and people working from home. And that freed them up to get outside, go bicycling, go fishing, go camping, go anything outdoor related. Sales went from, you know, if, if, if normal year is 100 percent, it went to 140, 150 yes. percent in, in a matter of weeks. And so that put a big strain on, you know, the supply chain. Right. And then, of course, factories in China, factories in Malaysia. Other parts of the world, whether it be Indonesia, I mean, uh, you know, Korea, all of these places suffered shutdowns, and so you had the perfect storm of a, a huge increase in interest in outdoor sports and a huge decrease in the supply, inbound supply. Um, you know, literally just a couple of months ago, the port of Long Beach, California, which is I yep. think I think it's the largest port in the United States for inbound um, containers. They had 70-plus ships anchored outside in the ocean for three, four, five weeks waiting to get the ship into the port. Once the ship got into port and they lifted the container off and they set it in that yard like you see over on Talleyrand and all that stuff, that container sat there for another three to four weeks because they were so backed up moving the containers through uh, customs. So you're talking about... 45-day travel time, three to four weeks outside the port, another three to four weeks inside the port. So everything was taking, you know, wow. normal, lead, normal lead time is, you know, we used to say, you know, 120 days from the date that we place an order, we could have that product here. Now we're seven, eight months. Well, look at the Panama Canal. That got shut down for... Yeah, Suez Canal. Suez Canal. Yes. Yeah. And it got so, shut down for forever. So, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean it's like a perfect storm. Yeah, it is, and and it's and it's and it's not just fishing tackle and camping goods. And no, not at all. It's, it's it's windows. It's you know, I have friends of mine building the house. They're like, I can't finish my house. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm waiting on parts. The, the, the electricians can't get panels. They can't get this. They can't, it, it's nuts. But fortunately for me, you know, for us is you know the fishing business has been great. Yes. And it's taken a lot more tackle boxes and got and and putting them putting them in the hands of kids. You know, a lot of new new fishermen. I forget mm-hmm. the exact stats, uh, but there was probably five to seven million new anglers, really, or returning anglers that bought fishing licenses last year. Number one category in growth, lady anglers, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot more women, a lot more children getting out on the water. You know, you couldn't go to the shop and you couldn't go to the no, mall. No, no, you no, no. Do, so. So it's been great for our sport, you know, um, for, the, for the thing that we love. It's been fantastic. Um, and now as 
stewards of the industry right. and what we do. We talked about doing the kids seminars and stuff in Ancient City, you know, and um, you know, now it's time to let's make sure that all these people are armed with the knowledge so that they can go out and have fun and be right. successful. And that's what we talk about as a company is, you know, to retain these people. As you know, fishing's not easy. You know, it, I mean, it, it can it can be very simple. It can be, but but you know, you you know, it's just like the St. John's River. I mean, where do you, you know, if you've never been out there fishing and you just bought a new boat and you bought some tackle and you got some new rods and reels, you know, where do I start? Yeah. Um, and so the that's fishing's gotten tougher. Well, yeah, I, there's a lot more people. A lot more people on the water. People on the water, and as as a charter captain, and I think there's, I think a lot of us will say you this that. COVID hurt the fish population. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, you, you as far exactly. as inshore goes, yeah, a redfish, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, like you said, five to seven million new new anglers, anglers, yeah. you know, and then so let's just say there's three hundred thousand new anglers in the in state of Florida. Well, and there's eleven hundred new people moving to the state of Florida every day. Right. That was a stat that I found uh, okay. online. The other all right, day. listen. We we we'll we're gonna we're continuing this conversation because yeah. it's it's really fascinating to me and the job that you do. So, anyhow, folks, we'll be right back with Nimnik GMC Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Be right back. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Show. I want to give a special thanks to our title sponsors, Nimnik Buick GMC. And Nimnik Chevrolet uh, do such a great job. You're getting it right. Sorry. <laughs> been around been around forever, and there's a reason. Uh, just do such a great job. And, and if you're looking for a fantastic vehicle, whether it be a Buick, whether it be a GMC, whether it be a Chevy, definitely, definitely hook yourself up. And after you get it, yeah, you might want to head out to Steenhatchee River Club. So, Scotty, you were telling me that, uh, that Elsa – uh, didn't didn't yeah, uh, frozen, didn't mess with yeah, them. Frozen, yeah, frozen didn't mess with them too bad. Good, They're good, okay. good. So yeah, and if you're wondering about that, uh, yeah, all the rain, all all the rain did a little work, but but uh, they are good to go. So if you want to check them out, uh, you can call them at 352-498-3222. And I mean, we're talking about cabins. You can take your RV there. Nope. Red boats there. Uh, oh my kayaking. gosh! The, yeah, those glass bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they like clear charters. clear kayaks. Uh, it's it's fantastic, and of course everybody knows you know the famous scalloping and and fishing and just you got to go do that. I'm telling you. Dude. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Oh, yeah. If for no other reason, if for no other reason, just to get away from all the hustle and bustle. It is the most. I mean, everybody. It's it's still old Florida, Brian. Oh yeah. Where you go over there, and Chris. Just to let you know, if you ever go over there, if they wave at you, you better wave back. <laughs> it's the steering you wheel. You better be nice. We're friendly the, down here. Yeah, in the it's the steering wheel wave. You know, the old, you know, uh, little flippy of the hand. Yep, yep. And everybody does it. Everybody knows one another. And if you don't get the flippy of the hand, they, you're going to get the flippy of the finger. Yes, they drive nothing, pretty much a lot of golf carts over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but with that being said, because I have a lot of friends that have homes over there and have vacation over there. Um they are particular. You do have to have lights, turning signals. Yes, sir. Um, or you will get a ticket. And everybody thinks, oh, well, there's nobody over there. Oh, there are. They, they will. You will get in trouble over in Steenahatchee if you don't have your golf cart licensed and all that kind of good stuff. Anyhow, folks, 
Um, very special guest, um, Mr. Brian Dufek with Shimano, um, which um, I'll have to say thank you to him, uh, Kevin, myself, and Kirk, um, sponsored by Shimano. And we appreciate that very, very much. Um, we look forward always to fishing your gear. Um, and anyhow, we were we were talking about, you know, how fishing has just gotten, I guess the best word is, out of control in good ways yeah. and bad in some points. But um, more so in your line, it's great. But trying to get the stuff get has the been tackle, yeah. it has mm-hmm. been has been the problem. Yeah, that's been my 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 life for the last you know fifteen months. Is, mm-hmm. is Brian? I'm in desperate need. I have a you know I got a lot of guys that you know outfit these big boats. You know somebody goes and buys a new thirty six yellowfin and they need four of these, six of these, six of these, four of those, and and they're like Brian, I have I have I have eighteen of the twenty three reels I need. Right? Can you help me find these other three? And so I get on the phone and call shops and I'm like, okay, what do you got? What do right. you got? Hey, what can I trade you, know, you for? How about, can I trade you three Talica 25s for right. two 50 wides and an 80 wide Tiagra? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and then figure out the difference in money, you know, and right. have dealer A ship these reels to dealer B to ship them to dealer C. And oh my gosh. And I, and, and I mean, it's it's the little stuff. I mean, um, myself, I'm sponsored by Eagle Claw. Yeah. And I'm, I can't get anything. Yeah. I've got swivels now that are back ordered now for almost two months. A swivel, yeah, yeah it, a swivel, yeah, it, it, and that's. I mean, you can tell. I mean, like you know, I went snapper fishing yesterday and stopped by Strike Zone to pick. You know, yep. looking for, and I'm pretty particular about my hooks. And I went looking, and I walked in there. I was like, oh crap. Yep. Now, granted, I I went back to the house and I realized that okay, Brian, you don't need another hook for yeah. another twenty. Oh, years. Oh, I've been but, to your house, dude. I mean, come on, really? <laughs> but, but uh, but I was. Just you like, just couldn't find them, is what your problem was. You yeah, got them, you just can't find them. Yeah, I know. I, I, I literally had to go take it to like five bucks. And I, was like, I was like, oh, there's like a whole, there's like a hundred of them in here. Yeah. So I had plenty to get me through, but um, but yeah, it, it's it's been crazy. It's been crazy as far as getting the product, and um, you know, it's been stressful. It's I'm been sure tough. it has. And it's tough because you know, you know, you want to make sure the consumer is happy. You want to make sure your product's available, and, 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 and it's tough because, you know, we, we can't supply it. We can't take care of our dealers, you know, right. and that's been really, really difficult for us to, to, to you know, to handle because, right. you know, we want to be empathetic to them. And, but, you know, some of the shops that, you know, let's just say, you know, that we were, we were one of the better shipping people in the country. You could order it on Monday yep. and have it on Wednesday. And we had distribution centers in Irvine, California, another one in Ladson right outside of Charleston, South Carolina. And so basically within three days, anywhere in the country, if you ordered it, you got it within three days. Um, now that's, you know. That's out the door. We, we're, we're fulfilling, you know, I look at shipments every day. We're fulfilling orders from last October right now. Yeah. And, know, and, on and, certain SKUs. And, and honestly, you know, someone like myself, Kevin, Kurt, mm-hmm. what, what's greater? We have new clientele on our boats every day. Yep. Get to fish. Different new gear, new product, whatever it may be, and again, word of mouth is your is, is in any business yep. is your greatest asset, and the whole fish industry as a whole just just because of we got to say it, COVID put everything on back burner, so it, it's it's it makes it hard to you know to try to promote something when you. You can't get you it. You can't yeah, get yeah. it and don't have it in your hand. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we we, we were talking about um good buddy of mine, Benny Ortiz. He's yep. one of the 
he's kind of become on this East Coast the the top slow pitch jigging guy guru. Um, and he lives in South Florida, but he travels all over and, and does the slow pitch jigging, you know, for offshore groupers, snappers, you know, you name it. Um, and, you know, he's calling me all the time going, Brian, man, hey, when can I come up to Strike Zone Jacksonville and do a seminar or, or go to Avid Angler or go, or go to the Ancient City Game Fest? So I was like, man, I'd love to have you up here, but nobody's got any of the product. You know, right. You can come up here and promote it all you want, but yeah. I don't want you to come up here and spend a day. Of your, he's an attorney. You know, I said, so for you to take a day off work is yeah. not um, – because you got you got jigs yeah. you could show that are all yeah. scratched up and know that they. Well, but if I can't have anything to sell them, rods and reels, whatever. whatever but about, yeah, yeah, if so. I can't sell them, I mean, I don't got them. I can't. I mean, it's not going to do anybody any good. Yeah, and then of course you know two weeks from now we're going to be at ICAST. Right. Um, yep. Yeah, you know, biggest track hold trade show of the year for for the industry, and and uh, we're launching new products. Yep. And people are like, why are you launching new products when you can't build this? You can't make the stuff that you already make fast enough. But you know, a lot a lot of, I tell people, you know, what we're launching at ICAST. Two it never now. you know you never see it. Oh, uh, we started that we started this yeah. three years. We started that process yep. three years ago. We've already had the molds made and and we've already created the frames and, and you know this engineering has been going on three, four years ago. Yep. So we can't just stop that process. That yep. process has to continue. I I try to go every year and 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 folks, it's not an open yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not open opened up to everybody. You have to be invited. It's an invited situation. Yeah, you got to be a dealer, shop owner, a vendor. Um, you know, there's a lot of media people now. It's right. become a very big media event. You know, the um, anybody in who's you know, anybody like, in, yeah, the, like from in the outdoor show. You guys are considered a media right. organization. You guys can get media passes. You guys can go in there and and shoot videos. Uh, take, yep. You know, take pictures, and then of course, you know, the intent is we want you to come back and put that stuff up online and right. share it on your Facebook page and stuff like that. So. It's a big media event, and that's how the word gets out about the new products. Yep. Um, and, of course, there's awards for new product innovation, mm-hmm. and, you know, best new rod, best new freshwater lure, you know. So we've got all kind of entries into all that stuff, which will be kind of good for us. And um, But it's exciting. I'm know? looking forward to coming down. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. But, I uh, look forward to it every year. But fortunately, you know, in this area, we got a lot of great dealers. you got Avid Angler. you got St. Augustine Marine. you got Strike Zone. Strike Zone. Of course, Academy and Dix and the other big boxer right. and mass stores, as we call them. Um, they all su- support us very well. And um, I know, you know, uh, so there's product out there. And we've done a better job recently. Um, you know, we, we there's a little bit of light at that end of the tunnel where we're starting to see more product flow. Um, of course, you know, we got word in the last 10 days or so, they're seeing a resurgence of COVID in China yes. and in other parts of the Far East. And it is starting to, uh, like, Two of the biggest ports in China right now are operating at less than 50% capacity, mm-hmm. which means containers are just stacking up in their yards, and they can't get it out. Yeah. Um, so, and that's 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 world. That's that's not. Yeah, no, that has nothing to do with fishing. That's yeah. worldwide. I so mean. That's, that's going to put a pinch on supply going into Q, right. Q3, Q4, you know, so. I, and we don't and we don't have any idea what effect it's going to take. No, because, you know? I mean, real quick, um, we're going to take a quick break, but. Cameron Smith again. I just happened to talk about him. We're, we're I talked about him. We we talked last night. Um, he's leaving today for the British Open, or actually, has already left. But anyhow, you just heard no people are allowed at the Olympics now. Yep. They shut the Olympics down. Yep. So you know he's having even just a hell of a time between just him and his caddy getting getting there. Getting there, yeah. So I mean, it's just the world we live in now. But anyhow, That's it. all right, Brown. We're gonna come back after the break. You're listening to the 
Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show with Captain Brian Dufek, Chris Wayne bringing it to you. I'm Captain Scott Shank. Be right back. Yeah, you're digging that. I see you bopping your head. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Scott Shank. Captain Brian, uh, Mr. Brian Dufek, sorry, Brian. That's okay. It was Shimano. And, of course, Chris Wayne, who's helping the brother out today. I'm here for you, baby. I know you are. All right, look. Kirby Co. Builders, Chris. Talk to me about Kirby Co. Builders before we do the cooking tip of the week. Sure. Uh, Kirby Co. Industry leader, proven provider of frame and drywall interior and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. That means for you and where you work. Listen, here's the, here's the deal. Quality stuff, quality service, and boy, do they do outstanding work. Unbelievable. Kirby Co. Builders. Listen, you want to find out more about them, uh, go to outdoorshow.com. Two S's back to back. Head down to the bottom of the page. Click on the logo, the Kirby Co. Builders logo. It'll take you right to their website. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, you know what? This cooking tip of the week kind of comes from our good buddy, Captain Kirk Waltz. Mm-hmm. And kind of fitting. Agreed. Kind of fitting. What a coincidence. A coincidence <laughs> of what this weekend is, which is a kingfish tournament, not oh. snapper season, kingfish. Yeah, right. Anyhow, this is called kingfish nuggets. What we're going to do is we're going to take two pounds of kingfish nuggets, okay, buttermilk, peanut oil, corn dust, which, okay, or wonder flour, garlic powder. All right. How you're going to prepare it is you're going to stake out a kingfish, okay, and cut it in one-inch steaks. Remove approximately the two pounds of the nuggets by cutting out the – when you stake a kingfish, you have four little quadrants, which maybe are quarter size, maybe up to half dollar size little nuggets. But that's a nice – that's a nice chunk, though. That's it. That's it is. That's like a a two-bite nugget. It is. And then – you will take the small circles. Then you're going to soak the nuggets in buttermilk for approximately four hours, even even longer. I mean, you know, do it the night before. It even gets better. That's a yeah. That's you what know? I suggest. Just do it overnight. You know, you, for sure. You know, you mix approximately a cup of of the dust or flour with a tablespoon of garlic powder. Um, drain the fish after you've marinated them overnight or for the few hours. Overnight. Oh yeah. Do it overnight. <laughs> Toss them in the in the flour, um, lightly breading, of course, um, with the oil heated up. Fry the nuggets, of course, till golden brown. You might have to flip them around a little bit. Uh, place on a pastry screen, of course, to get whatever excess oil, you know, paper towel and all that kind of good stuff. And, of course, tartar sauce or cocktail sauce, whatever's your favorite. And a quick alternative, by the way, um, putting them in an air fryer. Yes. Mm-hmm. God, I love my air fryer. Yeah, me air too. Fryer. I too. work my air fryer to death. Yeah, yeah, ours too. I really, too. <laughs> truly do. I love them. Ours I'm too. Try to watch my. Those sounds so good. Figure. But it sounds like you could you could do this not just with kingfish. No, 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 no. This would work with anything, especially yeah. you know, you know, snapper and stuff like that. I mean, of course, snapper weekend. But um, a real cool video is out, Chris. I mean, I need you to find it for me. Um, I saw it on Facebook earlier in the week. And it was this charter captain in South, Southwest Florida or something. I think he was from. Anyhow, yeah. Look at Brian's good at this. Um, and what he did, Chris, is he just 
lay the kingfish on the cleaning table. Right. Took the kingfish and with a knife and scored it like every inch all the way down to okay. all the way down to the tail from the all head right. to the tail. I got it. Okay, one inch one inch scores all the way to the backbone. Right. Then he takes three fingers and goes up underneath from the tail to the head underneath and the skin. underneath the skin and just literally punches these little nuggets up and through and over to the top of the skin. Wow. Well, all you got to do then is just pull them off of the skin. Because a kingfish's skin is really, is, 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 oh, God, uh, it's not much to it. <laughs> it, it. I mean, it literally, like, when I stake kingfish out. They're, they're a thin-skinned thin fish. Thin-skinned fish. Not much to it. You can't, Yeah, so don't insult really, them because they'll really take it yeah, personally. It's really, really hard, which I do it, I mean, to skin a kingfish, you just, you leave a little bit on it. You don't. Lay your knife all the way down like you normally would to a more hardier skin fish. But you could do the same thing and then cut out all the bloodline and all that. But it is super cool, this guy. It so takes just, seconds. So he just slides them under and pops them he out? He just pops them out all yeah. on the top. It's, a, it, it's Pushing it out with your finger. Push yeah. it out wow. with your finger. How cool is that? And it, it was really cool. Because, of course, just like we're, they were talking about with the, with the nuggets, um, it has four quadrants in it. So when he does it, he's just sticking his fingers right in the middle of those two nuggets and sliding them up as he goes up the fish. And yeah. it just pops right on out. And the recommendation cool there is make sure the fish is cooled well. Cooled very well yeah, because so you'll mean, peel you'll it. kind of firm up. Yes. I mean, that's uh, one thing you know I've learned is if you can wait to clean your fish a while, like we bleed everything yes. when we catch it immediately. Uh, we carry a 15-gallon trash can on the boat, yep. fill it full of seawater, yep. catch fish. We'll reach gill. under, cut a gill raker, drop him in head first, and he'll, he'll bleed yep. out. Um, and then we cool the fish down. And you want a little bit of what, you know, basically rigor mortis is. You want that fish to kind of firm up yes. um, before you go cleaning it. That way it's a little easier to pop those things out. Now, I mean, you could do it. doesn't matter. I have an ice machine, so I always have way more way ice more than ice I have fish, you. okay? Yep, yep. Um, so I plug my fish box, mm-hmm. and, and before my day starts, I mean – Nothing's worse on a captain than coming home with what we call clean ice. Yeah, yeah. You never want clean ice days. So I start my day, Chris, with taking like a bucket of seawater. Seawater is your fan. Clean seawater is is the greatest thing in the world, okay, to clean your fish. You never want to use fresh water. It will actually make it mushy kind of yeah, feeling well, or what do you want to call well, it? All of our freshwater has chlorine and Chlor- other things yes, in it. And, um, whatever. You know, we, we try to never put no. couple water. Right. couple tips. So I'll dump the seawater in there. I got 40 pounds ice. I'll make a slush in my fish box. Mm-hmm. Same thing as you say. Mm-hmm. I'll bleed the fish. I'll hang them over the side just, you know, yep. for that few seconds because you don't want to immediately throw them in that slush because it'll coagulate. Yeah, yeah. So you want to, like, hold them over the side, bleed them, let it come out for a few seconds or put them in a bucket and right. then throw them in that in that brine, yep. basically seawater, because you don't have to add salt because you have seawater. Yeah. Then the biggest thing is, on your way home, folks, is get a fresh bucket of seawater just before you're getting ready to leave, whether you're offshore or whatever. I have, uh, it was like a chlorine bucket, which was a screw, it's a screw down lid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll dip a bucket of seawater. I'll screw down the lid, lid on it, on it yep. so it doesn't slosh, of course. I mean, you could do the same thing by keeping a bucket lid and pushing it down. 
and I'll take that back to the dock with me. And then when I get to the fish cleaning table, I'll put that bucket in the cart with me, hauling up the fish, and I'll throw a whole bag of ice in that bucket. And as I clean fish, I throw my fillets in that bucket, Brian. And then that way, it's basically kind of cleaning them. Seawater, yeah. You know, I will, let me just put it this way. I'll rinse them just to get the slime off mm-hmm. of the fillet. Yeah. But then it'll immediately go in, go that, in, in, that, in that ICC water bucket. Yeah. That's just me. That's what I do on a daily basis. If I'm offshore. Inshore kind of stuff. Yeah, it makes it a little more difficult. It's yeah. more difficult. Water's not that clean. I don't do it. Yeah. I just lightly hose them off and tell the clients when they get home, put it in a in a uh Yeah. A bowl meal, of, a yeah. bowl well, a bowl of ice and, and water mm-hmm. and let it just sit in there for just a little while, dump yep. it all out and then go. Because usually the ice at your house is purified because yeah. it goes through a chlorine. I mean, goes yeah. through a system, so yep. your ice cubes are a little cleaner. Anyhow, all right, folks, we got to take a, our our last our last yeah, break. Wow, it's, a, it's, it's our last. Done. It's I a, did it. It's our last it? break. Well, well, it's our last break. Then we got another segment because okay. we got to do weather and we got to do okay. tides. Okay. But right now, right. Uh, you got to tell me about Mose and St. Augustine because I, I don't get oh, down there man. to that Mose. I had them the other night. What'd you have? I had the um, it's. Uh, Gosh, a home wrecker burrito. Oh, nice with the yep. guac. No, I'm not a guac person. At well, all. then you didn't have the home wreckers. You have the Joey. The Joey, then it's the yep. Joey. Yeah, because uh-huh. I don't do guac. Oh yep. my gosh! You oh my gosh! Do the guac. It's so good. See, Burritos, I had a, last bowls. time I was there. I had uh, a home wrecker, but I had the bowl. Bowls are really yeah, good. Yeah, bowls. Yeah. Bowls are really good. And man, just and so yeah, so good. They're not doing breakfast right this second. You know, just like everybody's having like trouble. Yeah, but they're but I heard they're they're still hiring. They're still hiring. Right? Yep, yeah. yep. We're trying. So, they're trying to get back to the breakfast. Thing. Go get that job. Go get the job at the moe. At the moe. Did Mo's I just do that? Southwest Grill. <laughs> you did. Wow, we spelled it out. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. Was. All right, folks. You listen to Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Captain Scott Shank, Captain Brian Dufek, Captain and Chris Wayne bringing it to you. Be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Brian Dufek, Chris Wayne, I'm Captain Scott Shank. One more time, we're going to go through and we're going to talk about the weather. Rest of today, west winds 10 to 15 knots, becoming southwest 10 knots late in the afternoon, 2 to 3. Uh, tomorrow, southwest winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon, still 2 to 3. Uh, Monday, southeast, 10 to 15, 2 to 3. That's all inside 20. Then for the big boys that are going to look for the big fish way out there on the break, uh, out there for them, 20 to 60. West winds, 10 to 15. Southwest in the afternoon, 3 to 4. Sunday, southwest, 5 to 10, becoming south, 10 to 15 in the afternoon, 2 to 3. Southeast, 10 to 15, 3 to 4 on Monday. We got a pretty nice day out there tomorrow on the big boats. Hey, by the way, weather brought to you by the bearded, bearded pig. pig. Okay, so we brisket um, is a given, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Their jalapeno poppers are the best jalapeno poppers I have ever eaten. Really? Uh, yes, because they See, they I don't. don't yeah, it's jalapenos. They're, they're not fried. They're they're uh, they're wrapped in bacon. Really? Instead of breading. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Oh my gosh. It's just simply the best. I'm telling my mouth is watering right now just talking about. After this. I'm telling you. I'm I'm telling you you will not nope. doesn't doesn't even matter what dish you get. You're absolutely going to love it. Bearded pig is fantastic. Nope. I'm going. I'm going to Angie's cuz I got to go to Strike Zone. Oh, I see. Yeah, well that makes sense. Uh, you know. I'm going I'm over there on Beach and Pemmin, yeah. Beach and Pemmin. I'm there. I got to go see if Ed's there and go say hello. He's a joker. Oh my gosh! That you don't Ed, even know. that Ed, but man, you those subs are so stinking good. And don't forget about the Grom too. And the Grom, Grom, really, know. really good food. And no matter where you go, if you see the specials, Jeff ain't, Jeff is not lying. If you see specials, order them because yeah. they are indeed special. The problem is the sweet tea's so good, and I can't not supposed to do that because I get in trouble. We'll do a half and half. Yeah, that's true. Come on. I'll help you out there. Bro. All right. Well, the Tides are brought to you by our good friend Ed Malin with Angie Subs. Out of St. Augustine today, the high tides at 9.48 a.m. with a low tide at 3.37 this afternoon, which, I mean, it's a point two. It's not bad. Uh, tomorrow, high tides going to be at 10.34, low tide at 4.19 p.m. Again, it's 3.7 and a point two. Um the only problem might be, Brian, for the bigger boats coming in Volano. Volano's a little, if we got a west wind all day or a southwest yeah. wind all day, Volano's going to be a little tricky on the big boats. It's a little shallow coming into it. Yeah. Again, it's filled in, unfortunately. They are on the docket, though, to get dredged. But, I mean, it's summertime and it doesn't help that, but. I think Whatever. St. Augustine's the worst, worst maintained inlet on the East Coast south of the Outer Banks. 100%. What was it, two weeks ago when we had that 2.0 negative tide or something? Mm-hmm. I bumped bottom coming into Comanche Cove yeah. on my outboard. Ouch. And here comes this big 52-foot sport fish that's getting ready to leave out. Big old Spencer, 52. Mm-hmm. And um, I go, whoa, 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 Brian. No, 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 no. His name's Brian. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, he goes, what, Scotty, what? I said, dude, do not do it. You're going to screw everybody. Mm-hmm. I said, it, when I came through, it was 2.7 feet. And I said, you're drafting at least four. Yeah. You're just going to block the the COVID. Because yeah, I saw stuff a couple weeks ago, Brian, that I have not seen, you know, where you take, like, GPS marks because I want to come back and fish that yeah, yeah. on a different tide, you know, on a tide that's covering it. Yeah, and I'm surprised. I mean, looking at the tides, I mean, yeah, yesterday coming in, it was much lower than what they were calling yep. the west wind. Because I know my buddy lives in a neighborhood on the interco- off the intercoastal. And coming into his canal, we were like, dude, I've never seen it this shallow yeah. in here. Are we going to get in here or what? Yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those. Well, anyhow, um, good luck to all the people that are kingfishing and Kevin and the rest of the bunch. Be careful. I know it's still snapper season. So tomorrow, I know it's tough, guys. But when you come in, I know you're tired. You're aggravated. You're ready to go home. But please be a little bit courteous at boat ramps and stuff like that. One more day to get through this, and then life gets back to normal. Um, but, so, I mean, that's all I got to really say on that. Sense. Yeah, but just, you know, just think about think about the fun that you had and the experience that you had. Yeah, you know? I guess. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. A lot of fun. I see a lot of great pictures being put up. Oh, I do. There's no doubt. I love seeing the kids. kids and- I love seeing the kids. It's just, yeah, it's just boat ramp. You know, chaos is yeah. gonna be chaos. Well, know? it's like you know, we drifted a b- bunch of spots yesterday, and there, you know, there's four, or five, six boats there. And unfortunately, like other than like, there's one guy anchor, but wasn't on the spot. Right. Um, 
And it was kind of nice because, you know, we, we'd motor up and everybody, the four boats that were drifting all worked really well together. Yep, was, was and like, that's all it takes, and, and, was, that, and it can be fine. And, you know, we'd go back you know? and get in line behind the last one. We all would make that drift, and we just kind of kept rotating, rotating through, around. and we got three or four drifts there and moved on to the next one. So it was nice to see everybody out there yesterday having a good time. Thanks, some Brian. Some good banter, so thank you. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Brian Dufek with Shimano. I appreciate him stopping in and hanging out and – Talking to us about Shimano and what to look forward to. I'm interested in seeing two more weeks. I'm interested to be at iCast and and uh, check out all the new products and stuff like that coming out from you guys for this year. Chris, mm-hmm. who do we need to thank? Uh, well, I take well. First of all, uh, I want to thank uh, Jeff for checking in. Yes. Um, you know, and and talking about all the cool stuff that he's doing on his on his vacation. I think I think he's got a special a, a special thing happening watching Dylan um, fire up with the flies. Can you hear or, that in his voice? Oh, one hundred percent. He's you know, he's just even loving though life it's for not sure. a kid anymore, he's a full grown adult. Yep. But you can hear. Oh, um, it's still it's still proud out. Papa for yes, sure. Yes. You know, 100%. and and uh, you know, as far as Kevin goes, man, I tell you what, he's a trooper. But but uh, so cool being able for him to do the juniors yes. and to check in and talk about that. That was awesome. And uh, just really, really happy for them. And and uh, definitely want to thank uh, the other callers. For Leon even to check in this morning, that was cool. Uh, glad glad that he had an opportunity to check in. But I, you know, I think you know when it comes down to it, what we really need to do is thank our sponsors. That's it. First of all, we'll start with the Beard to Pig, of course, and uh, Ring Power, uh, Cat Rental Store, uh, Stackham Storage, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Fig Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment. TS Home Renovations, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Petroleum Products, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders Incorporated, Wayland Bay, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Sub, Steen Hatchie River Club, Moe's Southwest Grill, and of course our title sponsor, Nimnik Chevrolet and Nimnik Buick GMC. And if it wasn't for them, it wouldn't be in us. Amen to that. You know? All right, folks, like the boys always tell you, whatever you do in the outdoors, do it safely. We thank you guys for putting up with us today on the Nimnik Buick GMC and Nimnik Chevrolet family of dealerships. Outdoor show. Outdoor show. (laughs) I'll get it one day. Yeah. Just Just say see ya. See ya. See ya. And adios.